we might randomise some of these, I think. Ra- ran- um, I, I will start with Telegraph Fashion thing, because that is interesting. Telegraph Fashion, yeah. So you, just before we started, Joseph was explaining to me that he and Kat are looking at this, um, the, the, the explanation of... Yeah, this is one of those kind of internet yeah. things explained for people who aren't as online as the people who are inventing those internet things. Yeah. Or, or like, this thing has now rolled on for long enough that it had its origins 10 years ago, but now it's just in the Telegraph's fashion, uh, um, yeah. you know, pages, I suppose you'd call them. Which is interesting because it's like a sort of... Um, it's a... The title of the thing is yeah. Dark Academia is Gen Z's favourite look, but can a grown-up wear the collegiate trend... Yeah, which is um, which is pretty epic. Yeah, I, I think it's it's funny because like I wouldn't have thought of dark academia as like a fashion thing. I would have thought of it more yeah. as like just people like Liking, pictures of libraries. They that really are a bit like wood paneling, like and, a dark. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's just what color like color wood stain do you buy yeah, if you go yeah. to the hardware store? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Do you buy the like the really the dark deep mahogany sure. one? Or that's basically the because there's also light academia, which I sure. imagine is more of a birch or a, <laughs> it's uh, just like 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 more uh, of a pine. Yeah, bl- blonde woods. <laughs> yeah, nineties. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, one it sort of implies the other, but I didn't realise there was a light academia. Do they wear like what do they? Well, wear? I think it's, it's it says here um, it's beige, more oh, beige. Okay, fine. So it's like I imagine. I mean, I'm. Mm. I mean, maybe that's light academia. I don't know. Sure. I think this is what I've said. I said this to Cat a few years ago. Mm. The light academia is just basically the preppy look, mm. which is I think basically like dark academia is a kind of fusion of two very very popular late noughties aesthetics which were the kind of post 500 days of summer dead poets club or whatever it's called sure. kind of like preppy look yeah um and the like the emo look which was which was much more punk derived although punk derived from like three different removes yeah, by that yeah, point yeah. and but taking that and making a kind of fusion of the two mm. was i was gonna say like the thing is a dark academia thing it talks about it as a gen z thing but mm. Pretty much everybody that I knew, at least in Brighton, who yeah. was like a slightly cringe nerd but read books, by 2008 <laughs> or 2009, like, had rebranded themselves in a kind of, like, you know, slightly tweedier yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, texture swap, t- it's texture an pack, It's an right? affectation. I mean, even like, me, you know, yeah, I, had no, that, same, yeah, yeah. I had those tweed I jackets which I wear for several, like, yeah, yeah, several yeah, yeah. years. And I mean, they're, in, they're still in the cupboard mm. and they'll come out again in yeah. five years' time yeah. when they come back into fashion. <laughs> or I might dye them, you know, a darker colour to yeah. embrace the dark, new, dark, dark academia. Dark, dark tweed. Yeah, dark tweed. Yeah. Chaotic tweed. Yeah, no, you're right, though. It's. I guess the thing is, though, Whenever I, I presume, and this is one of those things where you've also got it's a fashion podcast. Yeah, now. yeah, we, we finally are doing that fashion podcast. I tried. I think I tried looking for nerd fashion podcasts, and I did find one, but I just like I found the idea too intolerable to. I think to actually the, follow I, the, the only nerd fashion sort of talk I would mm-hmm. ever get would be like Marco Arment talking mm-hmm. about how he just buys the same. He's like, oh, I found a really good internet thing where I can buy these very overpriced things, and they are overpriced, but I can buy them in bulk, and they last for X number. They last for six months and. So I just buy all my clothes for yes. the next four years yes. in, in one go, and it costs about thousand mm. yeah. dollars. And now I don't have to worry about clothes anymore. Which yeah. is a very—that's the, the the type of nerd that almost doesn't. The type of nerd that isn't aesthetically nerd and wants yeah. to have a better aesthetic. Yeah, it's the type of nerd that doesn't want to have an aesthetic, sure. which is an aesthetic. Well, that's that, that's that's isn't that is that normcore? Is that what they call normcore? Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, like because because also that the, the the there's the specific like nerd part of that which is just like how can I optimize this? Now I yeah. do this as well, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. have the same sort of socks, the same sort of pants. When it, when you when you have to make t-shirt. a decision over like, what yeah. to do, and there isn't yeah. an obvious thing to pick, often mm. it's tempting just to pick. Well, what's the more optimal thing? Yeah, because at least 
then in some case I'm like doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Whether I have... that be morally or like, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, like like for me personally, I have like I I have certain parts of my wardrobe that are very like you know sort of it's the same thing every day i also have like the world's most obnoxious jacket so you've like... got to have that to compliment <laughs> yeah exactly that's yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the contrast that's where it bubbles up i think if you if you have all that but then don't have the like the 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 the, the other thing then it feels a little a bit, bit spice like... in there if you're yeah, all yeah. if it's just all spice then yeah. it's well it's all spice sure. isn't it yeah but um yeah I, it's kind of interesting like because i was thinking about how it isn't really new this is kind mm. of an like there's a there's a line in this in this thing where mm. it says um Essentially, a knowledgeable vintage emo Mm -hmm. translates Urban Dictionary, Mm -hmm. if that helps at all. Typical dark academia activities include sketching, pressing flowers, taking Polaroids, reading horror novels at sunset, learning dead languages, writing poetry in leather-bound journals, and yearning. Which is literally what everybody on Tumblr was doing exactly 10 years ago, if not maybe 15 years ago if Tumblr existed then, which it didn't quite. But do you know what I mean? Like that that is these are all just things that teenagers do when they're like not the when they're when they're not like a jock or prom queen teenager. Mm Which the two uh, stereotypes don't exist anymore, sure, apparently, yeah. um, and also have kind of never really, never existed really existed in the UK yeah, in exactly yeah. the same way because, like, we just don't take what, what school are they? sports as seriously yeah, as Americans exactly. do. So, being on the football team is kind of not really as much of a thing, or certainly wasn't in my school. Do you but, reckon at some point in the next like twenty to fifty mm-hmm. years there'll be some shit where it becomes like that due to some subsidy thing, sure. where it turns out that the way that funding schools changes, mm-hmm. and then that actually becomes a, a real factor, and suddenly jockism. <laughs> Well, like a, I, I think that would be cultural archetype. It's, 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 it's weird th- if you yeah. imagine you change the way that school funding s- systems works, mm. and then it creates an entire new archetype of person in society that will then be yeah. in that society <laughs> for the next sixty years. I, you, 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 I think the trouble with that is like enough. Play, I don't think there are enough schools that have still got their fields to make it a really worthwhile yeah. thing. Like the thing in America is, you know, obviously if you've got nothing else, you've got space yeah. in most places, and you can, you know, you've got big space to build your big, you know, sort of school, mm. you know, you, the, 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 all that sort of that that like infrastructure can be built out this is this is just a i, I that's just something well, that, my my school yeah. like repla- I, if you what if you look at my school on mm. google you know from satellite view mm. if you go into some uh you know satellite view of, of uh, that sort of area all you see is all these tennis courts because mm. they've covered the whole field with tennis courts or at least half of it there are like 16 tennis courts like a huge much number tennis. there was already loads of tennis courts yeah. on already so i don't know why they're putting that's, that many tennis courts in that's very and i think all the tennis courts have got yeah. like floodlights pointed at them as well mm. it's probably just one of those things where they got given a bunch of money for sports <laughs> yeah and so they had to spend it on something yeah so. They couldn't just spend it on more of those like little cone, those little multicolored cone oh, things. No, those are, those How many great. of those do you need? Yeah, you know? but well, you're always losing them, you know, or mm. like kids are stepping on them, breaking them. Using them as a frisbee, yeah, yeah. yeah. or a hat, yeah. So yeah, dark, dark academia. It definitely feels like something that's like a lot older than you know. I feel like this aesthetic has existed since like the fifties or something. Mm. I don't know. Well, like, it's basically people either people who like because it wasn't an aff- affectation then it yeah, was just yeah, like yeah. the fashion for people who were yeah. at a you know red brick university yeah, yeah. or whatever but I, I, I think crucially at a red brick but kind of wanted to go to Oxbridge yeah um, or in America you know at a I don't know what the equivalent is but wanted to go to an Ivy League or whatever yeah an, an Ivy something yeah. a, uh, <laughs> a wisteria league yeah. the climbing plant <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it seems to mostly be about that, I don't know. So yeah, it's kind of weird when you see that. Also, I was looking on the FT, because that's yeah. where I get my news from. When nice. I, I'm like, what's the, what's the actual real news, the important news? Yeah. And I and I saw this picture, and I am mm. not, and I haven't read it. Mm. I don't, I'm, I'm not even talking about the picture. I'm not even mm. talking about the guy yeah. or the, the watercolour. But I was looking at this, this particular picture, mm. 
And I was thinking, if, apart from the guy, you could do an AI fill-in where you remove the guy. Yeah. The background image that they've sort of roughly stylized into mm. a kind of posterized uh, image is um, it's effectively what every public sort of space looks like in the late yes. 2010s. Like I was thinking like restaurants, like airport waiting mm. areas, um, bars, co-working spaces, it's, it's what, um, hotels. The they, they all look like this, right? writer and critic Carl Jaker referred to as airspace, I believe. Ah, like, it, like an, 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 an Airbnb, yeah. but for the... For the masses, yeah, it's basically everything looks like that now. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you got a few hanging plants, you got some. Well, as we were talking about earlier, blonde woods. Um, exactly, the light colour. It's very, it's, it's very like black and white. There's mm-hmm. sort of like fake white marble. Um, Cat was contrasting it with the the type of thing that you'd get in the early 2010s, where it'd all be kind of industrial, right? Yeah. So it'd be kind of like this. Um, It'd be kind of like this this thing where you'd basically just have like railway. Everything would be made out of railway sleepers. Yeah, you'd get your food served on railway sleepers, <laughs> and then like the someone um, would have a novelty Twitter account complaining about the fate the, rail, the railway sleepers. All the railway sleepers, exactly. And then and then instead of yeah. cutlery, you'd just get two pieces of like rail, like yep. big thick like Shh. railway rail is actually really big when mm. you see it up close. Um, sorry, I just have to edit the edit the show art. Yeah. Um, Verified that we are indeed recording, which was something I didn't. (laughs) Right, let's see what Adobe makes of this. What's it going to put there? Oh, it did it! It did it! Nice. There we go. That's it. Good stuff. Right, that's the show. That's surprisingly good, actually. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't quite make what, physical sense. What tool sense. is that? Is that That's the... the content-aware fill? Oh, okay. There's also the content-aware scale, which is kind of. Um... Can we rasterize? Layer? It won't let me rasterize layer. No, it will. No, it won't. Why will you not let me rasterize layer? <laughs> this is the thing with Photoshop: is it has yeah. got that slightly janky sort of like thing where like it, it's clearly existed for like 30 years yeah um or is it content aware scale which is basically like seam carving mm. so when you like scale it it like the higher entropy parts of the image tend to stay and yeah. the, 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 the the large pieces of color tend to go so you end up with that like shrek meme where it just gets smaller and smaller um maybe i should do that as well oh you can even make it bigger there you go let's make a Let's make a, uh, a little... Oh, God, it's got to process it. Eight cores are spinning. Right. <laughs> We're going to make, like, a little piece of art here for the show. Here we go. A little bit of... The, the, the Mimetic has an NFT. Seems to be minted. It's a <laughs> NFT provider near you. There we go. We just make that a bit bigger. Put it here. There we go. Yeah, that's quite good. Nice. I like that. That that this is the design of the twenty thirties right yeah. here. And then the way you export that is you is you just take a screenshot. Yes. And then I just paste it into Discord. Perfect. This is this is where this is like your Bloomberg Business Week cover, but for yeah, something yeah, yeah. that hasn't happened yet. It, well, it's going to happen. Maybe. The thing is with the Bloomberg Business Week is it was only just starting to happen when I did that. Mm. And that was like well that was in like twenty fifteen, wasn't mm. it? So Yeah, yeah. Look at stuff. The last two minutes was just a me using Photoshop, but with like with no screen sharing, just like kind of audio Photoshop experience. Sure. 
Well, it's, it's like it's like yeah, it, it, you know, people watch streams of people like you know. But normally there's a Excel picture. Normally there's yeah, a picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah or like the Shkreli. Was it Shkreli? He did like he did a bunch of like Excel streaming, I think. Yeah. Someone someone linked. It's one of these. It's one of the things that people like link to on very epic, um, or like in a very epic way on some of the like data people discords I'm on, and there was some some links, some like competitive Excel. Uh, thing where you could like watch people is that like live coding effectively it's like a coding championship but with like Excel um, so they they come out of like a thing you've got to do yeah it's like some data science shit but I mean it's not even that it was like they had some sort of like here's the CSV from hell you have to make sense of it it was was, was like I think the the one that I saw was like some sort of like D&D Simulate, you know that that like spreadsheet oh, okay. thing yeah, that we yeah, have for, yeah, yeah. for for, for yeah, yeah. it was basically like oh, so that. It's, it's it's almost yeah. like a create your own um you know like a water model of the economy out of water except yeah, in Excel. Exactly, it was something 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 in that thing, which City. Is, you know which is like that's quite cool. That's mm-hmm. you know I I I didn't actually watch it because I don't have the time, but it seemed like like it'd be a laugh. Like I you know I I've seen. I was about to say I don't have the time. I mean, I in a way I don't, but also I could. I feel like I could that, make the time. That's one I... of those things where you think mm. like, well, obviously, like cycling is like a normal domestic thing mm. that people do every day. Mm. But there are also cycling, you know, so the Tour de France and yeah. stuff. And there's like people that do the Guinness World Record like fastest person on a bicycle ever, like yeah. and build these ridiculous bicycles that with really exotic materials and mm. stuff. And you can imagine, like, I suppose, any normal domestic task, like using Microsoft Excel or like normal mm. kind of thing, what you'd, you'd call like uh, computer literacy, or yeah. like uh, it, it's interesting to me the idea that you probably could take any normal thing, but like esportsify it enough that sure. it becomes like yeah championship spectacle. Well, yeah, I was, I was well, I was I was reading something the other day, and I and they they linked Gamified. me to the page on Olympic speed walking, and I was Ooh. like, what? And it's just you know, it, it's basically like, is that actually in the Olympic Games? It, it is. You it's, it's it's basically just like you can't have more than one foot off the ground, and so one foot always has to be in contact with the ground. Oh, okay, then it's then it's right. Yeah, so it's just like walking. It's like running, but with a particular like physical. Constraint. It's like the um the Moybridge thing about whether horses have any of their feet on the ground. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's like you you kind of have to have a, a technique of basically running, but really stickily. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's like the 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 locomotion equivalent of when you have to play on the pia- on a piano, like or a keyboard that doesn't have a pedal. I was about to say. To, I was literally about yeah? to say it's like playing an organ. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, an organ's even worse because yeah, it's yeah, a big one. Yeah. You've got all like the weird latency. Yeah, I've never played a big organ. I've, I've smelled. I've, I've smelled. I have smelled the musty smell of a um of a a, a small. Um, church organ like one of those fluty sounding ones and even that had like Mm. 100 milliseconds or 200 milliseconds of lag as the the, and it isn't that kind of lag that you get with like a string sound on a Mm. a synthesizer where it it fades in and you can play it gracefully no it's just like you play the note and then it starts to come out a bit later and it's very disconcerting it's it's weird I'm I'm trying to learn the organ at the moment it's a it's a it's a tricky thing to do that it's 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 one of those things where, like, you, you're like, just like I can play the piano. It's the same thing. And you it think that's easy. Sort but... of is, but it isn't. Mm. It also isn't. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, the, 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 there's that sort of like weird, the weird, the weird disconnect that you have um, between like, and the other thing with the organ is you've got to like do the pipes, and then you've also got to work out what you're doing with your feet because yeah, you've got to keep yeah, on yeah. the floor. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, it's it's like, like Olympic it's, power walking. It, yeah, exactly. It's again, again, you, you can't <laughs> lift your feet from the. It's it's yeah. like it's almost like it's to me. It reminds me of playing the accordion in that it's like I've got one thing that I know how to do, and then I've also asked to do this other thing, which is like buttons or floor pedals. The thing with organs, though, is I imagine the organs themselves vary quite a lot in their capabilities yeah. from one organ to another. So I yeah. imagine learning the organ is is yeah. is is very much like what well, you're learning an organ. Yeah. And it's, maybe there are similar yeah. organs. Maybe by a similar manufacturer yeah. but 
Because I've been watching some, like... I don't some, know much. Yeah. I think I once, mm. like, several years ago, got into, like, organ YouTube. Yes. And then you were like, oh, this is some guy going to really big organ and playing a huge organ, you know? Yeah. Because um, that's the trouble. Like, all YouTube things, you get people who are just, like, gimmick, the biggest organ yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I've been watching these videos from, like, the American Society of Organists or whatever, where they're, like, mm. like some genial man from St. Louis or whatever is talking oh. me through, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but... And, and you see, they go to all these places. Like, they've got access to all these organs all over the place. Um, They're like a skeleton key for organs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Any, any building that has an organ in, this island looks at. And yeah, it, it's like the, the, the organ that, that, that I play has like, uh, I think it's got like, it's got three, it's got two ranks, three ranks, I can't remember. I think it, it's right. quite, a, it's a relatively small organ. Yeah. Um, it's not like, because like you, the, you've got the one in the dome, which is like massive. Mm. Um, we, I, I, they, they got it out, I, I went to a, a behind-the-scenes tour once, and they they, mm. they 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 brought out the well, they brought it out. They had set it up before for a performance because it's basically the console is like you can disconnect the console. And it's like hidden right, under right. the stage, basically like yeah, all of the, yeah, yeah. You know how they they've got the, the in the dome, they've got like the, the seating, and yeah. then but and then they've got like the, the you know they can get rid of the seating if they're doing something in in the in the in the the, mm, the sort mm, of the, mm. where the area where the seating would be on the on the floor. That's basically accomplished by the pit. Like there's a lift. That oh, goes okay. down, to, and it's all sawed under the under the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. stage. Makes sense. So yeah. got all this, all, all, you know, all of the the seating can be like, sort of unbolted, in, like floated on these like air cushions, like almost like a hovercraft. That's very and, like, cool. Down. It's really sick. And well, I imagine yeah. that's something that's actually really common. But if yeah, you're yeah. not in the like, you know, yeah, if yeah. you're not like a roadie, you don't know about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then and, then, and basically the. Um, the organ console is done like it's like that that as well like it, they have to get it out I'd be interested in like and, how those things yeah. work because I bet it's one of those things where depending on the organ and mm. the venue and all sorts of other stuff yeah. they all work in like completely different ways and there's yeah. basically no standardisation so yeah. if you're the organ guy that has to go and fix organs it's mm. probably like one of the really like thankless tasks yeah. <laughs> don't, like you arrive like what the hell is going yeah. on here like <laughs> is this one of these and it, you know, it's, like, oh yeah, god yeah. this is such and such and co that built yeah. organs in you know 1954 and he was completely insane all yeah, of his yeah. organs don't make any sense to repair yeah. or whatever because like at least everything else is kind of a bit more standardized. Like you know what yeah, you yeah. if you have a piano. I mean, I bet you mostly. if you get an organ installed after about 1980 or 90, I bet you they do make a lot of sense, and they're probably just some MIDI thing. Yeah, you know? I mean, but I, I was, I was, because I, I, I was, I was looking into this because there was, I again, I, I was, I've been just spending time reading about it, and there was a. Like depending on what organ you get, like the reason that some of them have the latency basically mm. is because they're mechanical, right? Well, that's what well, I mean, you know, right? Well, they have like yeah, wires or yeah. cables. Somewhere, no, exactly. Yeah. Whereas more, you know, more recent ones are basically just wire like, by wire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, they're electronic, so you, yeah. you 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 press the button and it's it's like the valve opens rather mm. than you know, there's not like a bit a bit of string that's like pulling the valve open. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's mm. kind of interesting that like the the degree of like. Uh, like stuff where it's kind of like, well, people just had to deal with that at the time. Mm. Like how there used to be just tons of like jobs, which were we've talked about this before. This is one of those things where things weren't automated. Yeah, no one had thought yeah, to yeah, automate yeah. them yet. But like that's it's almost that, but even on like a much more like uh, yeah. second to second it, level. It's sort of I, I think this is something. So this is this is it sort of almost relates to something that this is on another another card, which is mm. something that I've been thinking about recently. So what what you've what you've put on the card is video. Games, video games, video games are allowed to be clones now. But that, mm. so what that got interesting me, segue. Yeah. I didn't expect you to go to that one. No, I was so trying to work out which card you were going to go to. Yeah. So this is a big. The, maybe this could be like a game. Right? Yeah, <laughs> the, like the biggest segue you can manage. Like you get more points. <laughs> the, the reason is I've been game thinking about it in terms of when you say are allowed to be clones now. So 
I my my brother used to play a lot of um, like MOBAs, so like mm. League of Legends and Dota. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what struck me about them is how similar they all are, not just in generalities, but in like real specifics. Mm. And a lot of genres have this as well, right? Where Arbitrary it's like, specific. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like, they, they could have done that five different ways, but yeah. they all did it the same way. So like, it's like StarCraft. Yeah, whatever, no, exactly. Right? Like how all MMOs are basically World of Warcraft. Or yeah, like, we have, yeah. or, I mean, presumably there's something else before like EverQuest or whatever, but like World of Warcraft is the big one. So everything sort of has a similar-ish structure. Like loot rarity is like, mm. you know, goes like green, yellow, orange, purple or whatever. I don't I can't remember what it actually is, but like all games will have basically the same thing because there's and, obviously infinite mm. number of stable like, yeah. configurations of a good w, uh, mm. like you know WoW game or like mm. t- WoW game type of game. Yeah, but they all end up being WoW anyway yeah. because that's the easiest one that we already know. Yeah, you have to like discover on purpose. Yeah, yeah, a, and, good, and, you know, and, a new one. And similarly, like the reason I say this about the organs is like obviously there was a point at which organs were quite new, and mm. so you had to like people were just sort of like there was this idea that you could do this thing where if you had you know bellows you could pump the air through the pipes to make them go and you could use the, a keyboard to control it like a harpsichord oh, keyboard have, to, have you seen that and, youtube video i got recommended a youtube video about uh, it was someone playing a a recreation of a roman water organ no that sounds it's, amazing right, we have to stop and i'll okay. insert i'll insert so yeah uh, an interesting clip there yeah um i may insert it but i may just not be bothered to insert yeah. it but so i'll put the link in the show it, notes you can describe yeah. it so in, in, you know like when we, you're doing a podcast and you've yeah. got to describe something that's an image yeah. to, the, to the listeners this is you describing something that we could literally play the listeners yeah. but can you describe what it sounded like it sounded like yeah. yeah. So picture this: a man dressed in a toga, <laughs> um, uh, playing this sort of like it looks. It looks like a big like vertical wooden box with some like a miniature pipes on the top. Um, like it could be like it's a like pan a flute or something like that. It's like a lectern, like, upside down. But with like a crank yeah. and like yeah. some pipes. And then some some woman is like so like just sort of keeping this keeping yeah, the, yeah, keeping the, the, thing, the king going yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, it, it was it was it was it was nice. It was charming, and it was like, damn, organs have been around and for a while. In, and it was in one key. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they're 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 quite old. Mm. Hang on, we're not. Hang on. See, now we're going to get out of the Wikipedia. Yeah, article. and it always it always reminds me of that thing that we were talking about a while back, while back about like um, convergent evolution to, towards crabs or whatever. You know, like attributed mm. to third uh, century BC, damn. so like roughly two and a half yeah. thousand years old. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because they must have existed in some form before. The, yeah. well, there's first century BC. There's a, there's what's left of of one. Yo, which is, I guess it's amazing that they knew which pipe each bit was from. I yes. don't. I guess it's the thickness of the pipe. So yeah, you can yeah. Tell, right. So that actually, actually isn't amazing. But it's still quite, pretty cool it's, though. Yeah, it's, it's it's good that someone bothered to do it. Yeah. And I assume that this that's is the, the guy, same guy. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, as Joseph was the saying, same there was clear, there is like yeah, one, guy one guy who is the water organ guy, and there's yeah. you know, I, I love it when there's like a one guy. This one guy. But yeah, there was loads of... Oh yeah, um, what is it? There's loads of shit in here. Water organs were described in numerous writings of famous uh, Stistibius, uh, Philo of Byzantium, Hero of Alexandria, like water clocks of Plato's time. They were not regarded as playthings. Might have had a particular significance in Greek philosophy. Uh, hydraulically blown uh, organ pipes were used to imitate birdsong and musicologists Susie Jeans and Arthur W.J.G. Ord Hume great oh. name have suggested that it was used to create the sounds of the vocal memnon now the vocal memnon oh, was, the, was the, oh, the, the glossus that these guys yeah. made uh started to sing at one point that is awesome and there we go so uh, they don't sing anymore yeah 
but maybe we could recreate them. I don't yeah. know. But the idea of just building a kind of big interactive Disneyland experience mm. where some animatronic colossi yeah. start singing. Yeah. It, you know, it's like the American, whatever it's called, at Disneyland. It's a small world. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. The American century. The great yeah, American yeah, century. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, so, yeah. I, I, organs, water organs. Yeah, water, Air organs, I yeah. think, came later. Yeah. Uh, which, which seems like almost... Um, uh, kind of like the wrong way around, given yeah. that you have to convert the water pressure into air pressure, or I don't know. Yeah. Hydraulic organs, maybe. Although the, the Romans knew a lot about moving water around yeah, with machinery, yeah, yeah. so it probably came more naturally to them. That's well, that's one of these weird things where it's just like, well, this is the this is the tool that we've got, so it kind of makes get you, this with water. It kind of makes you think that maybe there's a whole load of shit that we're like not doing now because we just think of everything in terms of electricity because yeah. that's our like water. Like, we just really like the idea of making things that work with electricity because it's been really good so yeah, far yeah. for the last couple of hundred years. But maybe there's, you know, some kind of photonic uh, shit photonic that we ought to be doing. Exactly. There was, a, there was a, I remember there being something I read years ago. It was like, it's... It, photonic induction should get yeah. a um, an Astral Codex 10 grant. That's my new opinion. Yo. I'm going to try and... That, that'll be Is he my doing new, grants now? Fuck I don't know. Whatever I, his, I know that Tyler Cowan does doing grants, a, I think he's like, doing yeah. grants or he's doing some kind of thing where okay. he... Does something, <laughs> but I think he, there needs to be more representation of people like Funtonic induction in the so rationalist community. People who just like people who are not rational, yeah. <laughs> or at least don't just like look at this. He's, look he's at the obviously like this, an mate. engineer. He's yeah, the right type yeah, of yeah. guy, but he's just the complete opposite on the on the spectrum of rationality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, the the, the the thing about the about the the, the games around to be claims. I, I guess I was yeah. just thinking about how often there are certain real specifics that get like copied even though like you know you you you, you copy something and there, there are certain things where you're just like this could be done in any number of ways this but like there are certain things where i'm just like why is this the thing why is this mm-hmm. the thing that we've chosen to copy why is also the, the, another another I, it's, I, it's a format yeah. thing right like yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. my girlfriend's been watching the um uh what is the british pottery oh, it's the bake-off but with pottery oh, right it's pretty good but like, i've not seen i've seen like a few bits of episodes of these shows while I've been in the room for them. But they all just they, go they with that. They all have the same... Like, I mean, it's just like partly it's, it's just like it's reality that, TV well, convention. Yeah, but it's like when but, you're, you have to do your, mm. your uh, elevator pitch yeah, and yeah. then you just say, well, it's X, yeah. but for Y. And then yeah. you end up making X again, right? Yeah. But they, 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 it's it's so much of like like the, 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 the shot... I, I'm just thinking about like watching the experience of watching it. You're just like... You know how all of the shots are going to be framed. You know, you know how like the, you've got the area where they all do the baking or, um, you know... Uh, Potting or whatever, and yeah. you and you, there's a bit yeah, where there's like there's the know. door or the area at the end, and like the judges will walk in and everybody will be like hi, and then they'll be like, your challenge today is to make uh, the biggest pot in the world, or mm-hmm. and then make a water organ. Yeah, just to make a water organ. It's like yeah. I, I, I've always loved water organs. My mum was a water organ, um, <laughs> and then they tell you a story about how like water organs changed their life or whatever. They all tell yeah. you a story about how they know that one guy that knows about. There's <laughs> only one guy. Um, so yeah, it, it, I, I'm, it's just interesting to me that there's like this. I mean, obviously the answer is people copy shit, and it's like not copyrightable, and it doesn't seem weird. I think the thing is, for me, I would feel weird about doing that. Like, I would feel weird about just like doing exactly the same what, thing. What this literally is 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 is, is mm. well, it's that right. Mm. 
It's literally the same. Yes, discussion, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the, the, the Shrek bylines. Uh, would yeah. you, if you were making, if you were uh, engaging in in some kind of the return of Shrek bylines, if you're engaging in some kind of creative endeavor, do you feel like it's reasonable to just copy another thing, or mm. like, i.e., the whole like expert for why thing, where yeah. clearly the, the reason that an expert for why, i.e., Potter, Bake Off yeah. book for pottery, the reason that that gets made mm. is because it it's easy to rationalize. It's legible to the money people. Sure, right? yeah, 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 it's very legible because you mm. can say, well, this is a yeah. thing. Which is popular with a demographic, mm. but for a different demographic. Yeah. And if that demographic is big enough, or even the same size or bigger than the yeah. previous demographic, then the thing should get made because yeah. evidently it's going to mm. produce that much money. If it, if this thing has produced, you know, fifty million, and it's mm. there's, uh, you know, 50, if there's fifty million people watching this, mm. and it's produced fifty million dollars, and there's a seventy-five million people that would be in this other demographic, and you can make the same thing, but for them, yeah. that's guaranteed money, right? Yeah. And so you can just budget it all out. And it's not actually necessarily a really really good idea yeah but it's just a very very legible idea it's very yeah, yeah, easy yeah. to convince no, absolutely somebody that yeah you do that and yeah i mean that's maybe you get yeah. that with games as well right yeah. it's like an open world game yeah. but for this aesthetic people that are into this or, yeah, yeah. You know. and I, I guess it's just like i guess it's one of these things where for me i'm always a little bit like anxious about that yeah again i, I have the if feeling you're starting yeah. out a project you're yeah. not going to be thinking what is the main thing that I can say yeah. to like sell this to make yeah. it really obvious that this is going to succeed? Yeah. Right? You're more interested in whether it's going to succeed yeah. or not. That's why you want to, yeah. to make the thing, right? Is, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I just have a peculiar attitude. Or not a peculiar attitude. I just have like it's the same reason I don't like really like. Or not I don't like, but I'm not a fan fiction person myself. Just because mm. like I would prefer to try and make my own thing. Even if it's derivative, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the same. But then again, that's I think that's kind of a slightly different thing. For me, it's both... how it's, yeah, how, yeah. how um, far up your sleeve do you wear your yeah. influences, you know? It, it's mostly... I think, for me, a lot of it is just about, like, the copying of really particular, like, really specific attributes. Like, so I, I, was gonna, you know, I wasn't going to mention this, but this is a thing that me and Kat have been talking about because she's been playing the game uh, My Time in Portia, which is a... I, it wasn't a Switch game originally, but she's been playing it on Switch. And apparently the Switch version isn't as good, or maybe it is now because it's been updated or something there were some bugs in it or something but um it's a sort of what's weird about the game is it seems to be like very influenced by a lot of games that have been coming out over the last sort of five or so years mm. but it's almost influenced by like all of them mm. it's a kind of cute game where you talk to people and it's a little bit like a stardew valley or sure. a harvest moon but it's also got like some elements where you like make i mean i suppose yeah, Stodgy Valley has this and stuff. Stodgy Valley is sort of almost what it is most influenced by. But yeah. it's also got influences of like Minecraft. It's got influences of like uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I th I thought like mm. there was a lot of the way that the stuff worked which really seemed like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I imagine that a lot of those are derivatives of stuff that have occurred over the last 10 years but I maybe haven't picked up on. Like I mentioned specifically like the stamina meter in the game mm. looks identical to the one in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And that was the first time in a game where I'd seen that type of stamina mm. meter. Normally I'd seen like uh, the, you know the, the player character through animations conveys the idea of being tired yeah. or there's like a meter in the top yeah, left yeah, corner yeah, a little blue bar but usually the specific Breath of the, the World bar. implementation where there's yeah. a small like pie chart yeah, which yeah. gradually decreases as you're doing something and then if you've got like some additional yeah. uh, stamina you yeah. get like an, an additional pie chart and so on so you can unlock a new mm. whatever and so as you're running it gradually mm. slows down or as you're climbing yeah. it slows down or whatever 
But that, as far as I can tell, and I've only really glimpsed the game for a few you know, minutes yeah. here and there, seems to be exactly how it works. They basically kind of cloned it. Except Kat mentioned mm. that specifically the stamina bar mm. doesn't have the sort of slightly, I think, more intuitive way of doing it, where it shows two and then three. And so each mm. pie chart runs out and then the next one runs out. Yeah. Instead, it's just a total pie chart of how much stamina you've got. And when you get more mm. stamina, it just runs out slower. Oh, right. Which is almost it feels slightly like rewarding. But know? specifically yeah. having a little yeah. pie chart that appears next to your character when you're doing a thing. Yeah. But only when you're doing that thing and yeah. it looks the way it does that's I, the first time I saw that was in Breath of the Wild maybe it's in a previous game mm. Kat said it might be in maybe I don't know which game it was like Assassin's Creed or something like that some don't some some that, third yeah. person game that sure. has a lot of physicality yeah, yeah, that yeah. involves jumping and climbing and stuff probably includes it mm. but that was the first time I saw it so I said oh that seems like they've just kind of cloned well they're not mm. cloning Breath of the Wild but they're yeah. like that's now the fixed thing of the yes. West the yeah, way yeah, that you yeah. do that interface element mm. is like that right that's the thing you're talking about yes. they could have done it any other way but they, yeah, they yeah. just realised well instead of spending time thinking about the unique yeah, yeah. way Let's we're just do, do this. It. We know that this does it, and maybe you could make some improvements mm. by doing it again. But like, maybe we should just settle on doing mm. that because it's just such a transparent thing. Mm. Is that the sort of thing? Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's. But I mean, I think the difficulty is it's for me. It's I'm trying to articulate what's strange about it to me because I don't necessarily think it's bad. Like a lot of the time, you know, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it's a good way of doing it. Like that's. Yeah. A good, I think that's a good system for stamina in video games or whatever. I just think it's strange that. It's, it's more like it's, it's something weird. that wouldn't it's, occur it's, to me. So I think it's, if you maybe yeah. if it was something like, for instance, the idea of lives in a video game mm. was at some point new. Yeah. And I guess it, it came from an arcade thing yeah. where you get a certain number of credits, right? Yeah. You put more credits in, you get more space, spaceships in the corner. Mm. And then at some point they became hearts, which mm. I don't know why it did, but yeah. that's that the heart became the symbol for a life mm. or, or energy, right? Mm. Or the level of power that you've currently got. So if you've got more of those, you can either get more continues before mm. you get game over or you get more, you know, hit points before you get killed and but that becoming like a, a little heart in the corner i think is mainly just there because it's like a very recognizable icon yeah it's a bright color that you can see easily and it's like yeah, there's some meaning to it that's sort of a little bit inherent to the mm. to the to the uh, icon but um that was at one point a new thing and anyone copying that would be maybe seen as copying it sure. but i guess it spread so quickly to yeah, all sorts yeah, of yeah. games that within f- a year yeah. or maybe five years it wasn't yeah. seen as like oh you're not just copying whatever i wonder yeah. what the first game to have hearts was that's yeah but i mean I guess it's, it's that thing that's you know people have said about like back when like people used to call first person shooters doom clones well that's or, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. these all became like, like open world you know, games gta clones in in yeah in the in the like you know in the 90s that was the, I mean, the the idea of the third person game being all 3D games uh, if they were first person were a Doom clone yeah. and if they were third person they were like the, the sort of uh, before Mario 64 came out they were the kind of impossible to do game that no one knew how to make <laughs> where everyone was calling it the Sonic's ass game you know like the, the, the guys from uh, from Naughty Dog right yeah. um, were like well how do you make the, the 3D game you, you can't make a 3D third person game because you're just going to be looking at the main character's ass the whole time mm-hmm. you're not going to be you're, you're just going to have this big ass Sonic's ass that's, that's the fear of a lot of people if you're really into sonic like one of the sonic fans maybe that's the appeal yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. but um the, son- <laughs> the sonic's ass game being like but now of course it's like well that's just the way that you do a game in 3d mm. that you, you know, they worked out how to make the cameras work after a very surprisingly long time they <laughs> worked out to make them work. and like um maybe that's just gonna like as the as like the idea of like what a good game is just becomes n- almost like narrower yeah like like all like the kind of like PUBG 
like the the, the battle royale yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. It, it stops being like a clone thing and just becomes a dynamic that might even be in all games in the future, which yeah, just seems yeah. very weird to me. Well, it's, it's, I guess in that case, like I think I don't think that one is likely to happen. But no, like, you but can you imagine can, like you can open see how, world, yeah. for example. Now, yeah. all games are open world yeah. now. Like, well, at least all the ones that are like big games, right? The 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 battle royale thing is really interesting because I think it's basically that like and and a lot of other things in that vein like mm. battle passes you probably you may not have encountered this because you probably don't play a lot of I don't play the games online games but like basically all of them have this concept of a battle pass which is basically like if you want to play if you're playing like multiplayer mm. then you give you pay them like 30 quid or whatever and you get a bunch of unlocks like right up front and you get other things unlock quicker I think I've never paid for one of these so I don't really know so that's basically like you can play single player or multiplayer but if you want to play multiplayer you have to pay to actually have unlock to, but like stuff. it's more it's one of those things where like if you're competitive or if you're like really into it then it gives you like cosmetics and up, 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 right, thing, you right. get access to things quicker and stuff so it's like, just like a deluxe version of the game kind yeah, of, yeah basically but like they can sell it to you every season I mean what, so like what they're doing there is they're stratifying between adult gamers and children yeah, right because yeah, yeah. children just get a game that's the price of the game yeah. and they don't mind putting in the hours to like sure. earn all the yeah, shit yeah, because yeah. when you're a child you've got infinite time yeah. it's, but it's, when you're yeah. like in your 20s or older then you pay suddenly... money to unlock yeah, yeah. but like it's it's just weird it, it's not weird but it's like interesting how that particular it's just become completely pervasive it's completely standard and similarly like Battle Royale games, just because of the way they work, like seem to be an incredibly efficient like money spinner. So all games like orient mm. themselves towards that. Now it's like again, it is almost like the crab thing in that people have worked out like here are the, the, the things. Game, yeah, yeah, here are the here, here are the optimum ways to like fleece people. Yeah. Similarly, you know, like like how yeah, but like. It, it's one of those things where, like, the... the, the... Moloch game design. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just... yeah that's, that's exactly it. And, again, I, I think that is probably more, like, bad than than the other stuff, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Yeah, not. yeah, because it's... Yeah. I mean, it, thinking about this, because I haven't really, like, played... It's, it's not like the, the types of genres that even exist are different now. Yeah. And I don't know if they're, like... I like to. I don't want to think that it's got like narrower because I said mm. it's it's narrower, mm. but I don't. I don't want to think that that's true. Yeah. But I do think that I do remember like the kind of games that you see in a in a game shop. Yeah. Which I guess sort of notionally still exist, but the kind of the kind of stuff that you see, mm. like, used to be more like you pick up something and not know what type of game it yeah. was, or you'd be like, oh, so this is like some. I don't know what they're doing here. They're trying to go for like. An RTS game that's also a first-person shooter, or or it would be like here's a game, but like it just works a bit differently to the yeah. games that you know. So you have to learn how to play the game and read the manual, or, yeah. or like it has some system to but, it. That's yeah, I think new, I think what we, what what's happened is like with the sort of the squeezing out of like mid-list developers. Well, yeah, you've, you've effectively got like indie games which could be basically anything and, and, and almost yeah. always are basically mm. anything yeah. maybe to their detriment <laughs> I don't know yeah. and then you've and then you've got like AAA games which are like exactly what you expect them to be most of the time and sometimes you want that but sometimes like I've been playing um, Disco Elysium recently which oh, is yeah. like a sort of uh, you know isometric point and click game but also has a bunch of like completely bonkers systems about like mostly like about your the voices in your head, sort of. It's kind of difficult no, to explain. Randy Orton, but you, uh, yeah, <laughs> Fallout, but Randy Orton. You you basically have a load of you have you have a load of like uh, uh, like I don't really know how to describe them. They're they're, 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 they're like urges, impulses. Okay. Like you, you so you're you're an alcoholic cop. So part of you is like always looking for a drink, mm. and then and like there'll be certain things where you're having dialogue options and electrochemistry, which is a bit of you that wants to like just drink and get fucked up, will like pop up and say, oh. 
That sounds like they, you know, they, 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 mm. this is talking about drink and, and or like shivers, so so shivers which is how bit, you relate to the city. Or it like, seems like it's a little bit like the whole the role playing game, but not as a stat thing where you collect uh, hit, you know, like yeah, increase yeah, your hit yeah. points and have loads of statistics. But the role playing game in, I guess, what is like is commonly known as the Japanese sense of role playing game, mm. where it's mostly about focusing on inhabiting a character yeah. and having this kind of like a thing where you play the character, right? And and rather than you create your own character yeah. and you play it the way you want in some archetype. Mm. It's it's more the kind of like this is a known character with a backstory and they're a person who's yeah. separate from you but this is almost a way i suppose to encourage you to play the character the way that they would be in running their own life yeah. right in that this yeah. person is going to feel urges or yeah. but you, or but you could also like put points into each of these different systems because also each of these different systems lets you do stuff mm. so like if you know more about electrochemistry then there's i i like you you can like do more there's more stuff you can do or like there are certain skills which are like you know I'm doing a bad job at explaining this but mm. like you know certain things which seem which can be more like detrimental the, the the voices in your head can like try and get you to do stuff that you feel is like narratively you know or not narratively or like you would feel like would be harmful to you if if you were this person yeah, yeah but yeah. they can also be useful to you if you're trying to understand like you know what's going on like the physical violence skills or like the, I can't remember what they're called like if you have more of those, then maybe you're more likely to see that as a way of solving a problem, which isn't necessarily the best. But also, you can solve those problems with that. Hmm. Um, it's I don't know. I'm I, I, sorry. I just I, I think I just saw an excuse to talk about Disco Elysium. It, no, it, it was cool. like yeah, yeah. Dar- indie I've darling game it, like, of like yeah. a couple of years ago. Like I remember seeing yeah. it like maybe a year-ish or two yeah. ago, like a lot in various kind of yeah. things where I'd be like, oh, maybe I should uh, check this out. It's, and I didn't, it's, but... it's got it had, it had. I was reading about the like development process. Really strange. It was like this Estonian novelist who like wrote a book about this like concept that he'd come up with when he was in a band in like the early 2000s hmm. but like the book didn't really sell very well and he was feeling a bit bad about it then someone said maybe he should make it as a video game and he started doing that and some Estonian entrepreneur gave him a load of money then they moved the development over to Brighton they're actually just around the corner from us oh, okay they're up on up um Queen's Square oh, you know, right. a little yeah, bit yeah, just yeah, up yeah. from just up from Churchill Square they've yeah, got yeah. A, a, a building there um and in London as well I think um, and then they they basically just like developed this this game. This it was like developed by obviously there were other developers, but like the guy, the sort of the ideas guy, like he's not a video game guy. He, he just sort of used to it. To be as honest, a, that's just pr- yeah. pretty much like straight up like uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, exploiting a differential in yes, some market, yes. right? Where like well, what do yeah, yeah exactly right? You're um you're you're looking at like well what do video game people not have a lot of? And that's yeah. like good like writing and stories. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, so it's like well, if you know slightly. I think that's the whole thing, right? If there's some kind of thing that you're really good at, but you're not like re- you're not like going to ever get into that situation where you're going to be, you know, the architect of the great American novel or something. Yes. But you are like good at writing. Yeah. Maybe find some other completely like yeah, yeah, non-writing yeah. related thing and become like the most writing yes. person in well, that, I mean, that, that field. I right? definitely remember when I did, when I did my degree. Yeah. I did a maths degree, right? So I, but like I was basically the only person in my on, on my course who was like actually like liked and enjoyed writing so i i got always got saddled with like writing yeah, reports yeah. and group work but like we had a module at the end of the in, in third year that was like philosophy of maths and i i was able to like just for once i was able to just like completely just like coast and take the piss because like it was just writing stuff you know like I, it was just like hmm. you read read this thing what do you think about it write something about that and i was fine with that it was that was like the easiest one i ever did yeah, easiest yeah. day um and and yeah you, you, there's a great advantage to being the yeah the the, the the person who is the most like that because you will blow them it's 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 like i guess in yeah like like this guy it it doesn't even have to be like 
you don't even have to be that good to do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like you yeah, just, yeah. you just. I mean, this this guy is, I think. Well, like, the, it's not just him. That you know, it, it really is a really fun, interesting game, and I'm really enjoying it. But like, mm. you know, it, it, it's it's the way that everybody like, you know, that the video gamers are so like. Because I think the thing is, if you don't have a lot of something in. It's not in a field because, like, you know, indie games have got as much of whatever it is you could want, really. Like, it's yeah. basically an infinite pool of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's about what gets attention, right? And most most people think about or know about, like, you know, what's, what's sort of big or what has got some attention on it. Um, and, like, most gamers don't are, are, you know, people who would consider themselves gamers, right? You know, people who identify that way are probably starved of certain things that like most mainstream video games just don't provide you you know and for whatever reasons they're less likely to go to the places where those things are so that is it's something that can sort of like give them a i I guess i guess it's something that can that you know that gives them that in a form with which they're already comfortable Mm. can be really like good for them you know, mm. good for them. Like well, it's no, some sort no. of like moral thing. No, it's, but, you it's know, a, a yeah. tonic, a tonic yeah. for the soul, as they say. No, yeah, a tonic like, to restore stamina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting thinking about that because, like, I guess I don't know. It's almost like a creative limitation thing where if you're thinking of making something and the thing you're thinking of making of is like sufficiently different, but different in the sense that people could easily do that, but for some reason they're just not doing it. And it's kind of like a cultural, either a cultural barrier or a cultural thing where like, well, the world is almost similar. The world is almost like doing stuff that's similar to this, but they're not doing exactly this. But there is like a kind of, there's a kind of thing where you think, well, why why isn't this already being done, right? Mm-hmm. Why why aren't people already kind of like looking at this kind of thing in this way? And I'm looking at this thing in this way. So you kind of want to do that to see if it like goes anywhere almost. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One of those creative, like restrictive things where you think, well, if only I do things which people aren't already doing. Yeah. Even if it's going to be terrible, at least it will be original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Video games are a solved problem. Mm, same kind of thing. Are video games done now? Have they finished coming out of all the games? And now we're just making the same games. It does feel like that a little bit, doesn't it? Because how many Sometimes. new how many new sports have there been in the last hundred years? Yeah. That aren't like stuff like Quidditch. I, I think it's one of those things where, like, maybe I—I I, I think the tr- which isn't yeah. a sport. The trouble with a lot of these—it things... doesn't even make sense the way the scoring yeah. works. <laughs> the trouble—the trouble with a lot of these things is um, that, like, I'm sure there is some like develop new, there are new, new developments in sports or whatever mm. happening in places that like aren't here. I think the trouble is that you know when you've got a society that's like as ossified and nonce-ridden as the yeah, UK yeah, is, yeah. like everything's a bit like. St- well, not necessarily completely static, right? But like you're more likely to like think things that have to work a bit harder to break through, I guess, or, mm. or like to gain to any sort of mainstream acceptance. So I I don't know where the you know I'm sure there are more sports being developed um, because again, like you know, lo- lo- most sports have quite arbitrary rules, and also you can kind of change you know the, the, mm. the official associations kind of change them. Although obviously football as played by but I feel like most professional sport, players and football is, though, as played by most people on you know, a legibility. Kids playing, yeah. I feel like most new sports that would be created would be similar to, enough to an existing sport that they would end up just being explained in terms of that sure, sport and become yeah, an yeah, alternate yeah, yeah. rule system. Yeah. That's what I mean about video games, right? Mm. Any game that you make that's 3D from mm. first-person view is going to end up becoming Doom 
which is effectively Doom is just a really, really fast version mm. of one of those like step by step grid based dungeon yeah. crawler sort of games, right? But like everything's going to end up being a well, you, you you're shooting these monsters repetitively in a in a complicated yeah. uh, level, mm. or in some cases maybe hiding behind things mostly, or yeah. maybe you're going to be like talking to people and stuff, or sure. witnessing Talk sort of set monsters. pieces, right? Talking mm. to the monsters, maybe don't kill the monsters, fuck the monsters, <laughs> whatever you want to do, right? It's going to be there's going to be some running around corridors with monsters, and like that isn't just maybe because that's like the one way of doing that but maybe because that's the optimum way of doing that or the yeah. most culturally legible way of doing that or given that doom already has now existed for coming up to 30 years yeah games about the same age as we are slightly yeah. younger than us by a couple of months a few months um it's the one of those the game was in development i think when both sure. of us were born Probably, I think. Yeah. so yeah that kind of yeah. thing um when you've got that in the culture for sufficiently long, it probably does just create a like, well, this is the only legible way of explaining this now that mm. there's been this thing and all of its derivatives have kind of like been the main overarching way of explaining what this kind of experience would be like from that perspective. Yeah. And I suppose there's, you, there's, there's like elements of grafting on like role playing elements in like mm. a Deus Ex or a Fallout, yeah. like a 3D Fallout game. But yeah. it's going to mostly be still that that thing you know? yeah I, I, i'm just trying to think about like what are the axes on which you could do that like the one of them is like i guess perspective mm. where you've got a sort of like you know you've got like first person well, visually to what third the game person is. if it's if but, but then obviously that is also very dependent on what you're doing with the game right what, so what, is got, the, what, what, what yeah. actions is the player yeah, taking and but, how do you show them on screen yeah because if, if you think about like an rts obviously that's technically third person but it's not that's not really meaningful in the in in the in the way that it's been. It's like third person, there. whatever it's called. Third person plural. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like like like, and then and what's then that you... third person? Um, uh, you know, the 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 one where where it's where it's a an, an, a uh, where it knows everything, right? Where yeah. it's an, uh, an, an uh, an omnipotent yeah. third person or whatever you call it. Yeah. What's that, it called? I can't remember. I was just forgetting the yeah. word. It's pissing me off. An omniscient third person? I don't sure. know. Yeah. That's but then you've got right. the fog yeah. of war, so are yeah. you really omniscient? <laughs> Does God have a fog of war? Yeah. The God of war fog of war. The, the, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the trouble is that leads you into just like trying to taxonomize how different video games are. Yeah, which doesn't really, yeah. you're just ending up like the, the main information that you're gleaning is how someone views one thing versus another rather than actually any kind of inherent characteristics of them. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think maybe, you, I guess maybe you can look at it like that. But yeah, it's like, when you have that kind of experience, you kind of have to, you have to come to like, I mean, maybe it's just that those are the things that work objectively the best, not objectively the best just in, in any kind of situation, but just objectively the best in our society with sure. the kind of social yeah. things yeah, that we're yeah. used to, i.e. being influenced by action movies and mm. influenced by views of, uh, you know, masculinity mm. or violence or whatever. Those are the things that end up becoming the most normal seeming game to make. Sure. And then that's the game that get made, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. Damn, but you do live in a society. There's definitely a society going on. Since we're talking about um, video games, mm. you, well, this next card, two dreams I had. First one is COD one. Mm. Can you remember? Well, this? so I remember this the, is from last. This is what we didn't use I, last I, week. <laughs> so this was this was a card that we didn't get to last week, and this is this is a dream that I had exactly a week ago and yeah. a bit, a week a week and a half a day ago. Yeah. And I woke up from this dream and I found it very quite uh, amusing, the dream. I thought the dream was funny. I thought it was an entertaining dream because the dream itself seemed to be a kind of satire. Nice. And very rarely does my brain come up with like a dream that's literally satirical, but doesn't tell me about it until I'm having the dream. Yes. And as I'm exploring the dream of what's happening, I find yeah. that, you know, the humor in it. And um, the dream that I had um, uh, was effectively a dream. I, I actually 
put put this on Mastodon, but I'll try and remember it freshly again. So we'll see if they actually are the same. Yeah, sure. Um, which was a dream wherein it was like a COD type of game. So a Call of Duty type of game. You were like um, walking around and you're in some foreign country, which I suppose, you know, it's like a neo-colonialist thing. You're, you're fighting some foreign war. And except instead of actually fighting and shooting, you're mostly just walking around and trying to like win hearts and minds sure. kind, of, kind of activity. Yeah. So you're, you're waiting for it to all kick off, but it just never does. Mm. So you're walking around, you know, these towns. Mm-hmm. And the main bit of the game I remembered was a game, a level where you're in this very large Pokemon-themed, like, licensed theme park. (laughs) And, you know, there's, like, kids there, and you buy them, like, an ice cream cone, and you're holding balloons and handing them out. It's real kind of shit like that. But then, randomly, after every 20 minutes or so of gameplay, some sniper hidden somewhere that you could never see will shoot you dead immediately. (laughs) And then you're just dead, and there's just blood everywhere on the the pavement. And But then all the NPCs around in Mm. the game... Uh, would all just stand around and just walk around as if nothing had happened, which itself was 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 yeah. quite satirical. Like they're just yeah. turning a blind eye. And and the other thing that the game had was that it was meant to be like an indie game, or it was meant to be one of those one of those games for smart people. Yeah, or sort of for people that writing the game think they're smart because they put in a continuous um, narration going on in the background of the game. Sure. So there was a voice actor doing narration. Like Stanley Parable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stanley Parable. Uh, and so there was a guy, but it was he was like a grizzled like war veteran, and he I guess he was your player character, <laughs> but he was like telling it from like a like future perspective sure. like looking back on what was happening yeah. in the game but saying yeah. and then I did this and stuff and then and every, I got shot yeah exactly <laughs> every time I got totally every domed. time you got like yeah. absolutely knocked by some yeah. like <laughs> random sniper right um, you, he'd just go like and of course sometimes soldiers die in wars <laughs> <laughs> or some shit right and, 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 and it'd be like loading <laughs> that owns so you have to reload from checkpoint but you'd never you know you never you ne- you, the game was like wasn't winnable I guess yeah because there wasn't an objective. It was like you were literally just doing that. And so that was... Uh, and it probably won first prize at whatever the... IGF. My, whatever, my yeah. in-dream equivalent of the indie <laughs> game thing is. So, yeah, that was, nice. the, that was one dream I had. That, that is a good dream. The second dream I don't remember at all. Damn. Because I didn't post about it. I actually checked. I didn't post about it on the internet. And I didn't... Because I actually conveyed, tried to convey this exact dream that I just told you yeah. then to you right before you left. Yes. Last week. And I'm pretty sure I described it roughly the yeah, same Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Um, but... The other dream, I, I, I couldn't even remember then. But I think it was maybe three, two-thirds to three-quarters as good as that one. Sure. So we've lost a, a good, fairly good, entertaining dream yeah. there. So there you go. I, was, I'm, I, 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 I regret how seldom I remember my dreams. I'm just usually oh, also, like a Kat strong told me you know? that, oh, if you talk about your dream, you have to talk about the dream that I had. I didn't really have okay, a dream fine. last night, but yeah. she had a dream last night. Yeah. And she was trying to tell me while I was still like half asleep this morning. And she was like, look, I'll have to tell you later. Yeah. I'll try and explain it to you. But she never really successfully explained it to me. But my, my, my understanding was there was a bunch of... I don't know the exact circumstances, because normally in a dream, they put you... It, the dream creators, i.e. you, yeah. puts yourself in some reason why you're seeing the things that you are that normally involves having to go and do something or yeah. seeing your family or yeah. meeting up with old friends from school that you haven't seen for ages or some situation yeah. like that. But the long and short of it is, in whatever situation this was, uh, there was um, a bunch of cats that were real-life cats, but somebody had photoshopped them so that they had human faces... 
Okay. And I, anyway, I can't remember anything more than that. So she just had a dream about the but no, there was more. Cats. Well, this is the thing. There was there was more to it. No, sure. no it was more they like one songs, of it was like one of those Crusher. One adverts. of them was James Gordon. Uh, well, no, it was more like one of those like um, oh, I see. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was like a it was like a, a little um, Nathan Barley interstitial flash animation with like some edgy cats doing. I mean, maybe that's what the cats movie should have been. Yeah, they should have done it in that flash. Been better, yeah. yeah. Everything should have been. I mean, just, do they, they, don't, they don't make Flash anymore. No, do I they? think they've discontinued a couple of years ago. Yeah, but I, they have some kind of HTML5 type thing. Mm, the same okay. thing, but actually it's not as good because mm. there isn't the money now for like making professional um, media creation software like they used to be, as far as it's I know. Really, it's really strange to think like how big like Flash websites mm. were and like Flash games and everything like that. And it just, it, I don't know what that's like anymore. What, what is Newgrounds now? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, what, TikTok, what, yeah, presumably, yeah, I guess you just show someone your thing and sure, yeah, because if you, I guess you'd make a phone app, yeah, a Unity game. Yeah, that's, that's it, probably that's probably that's you make probably a Unity easy. game. Yeah, on YouTube you, you, Unity video. stuff you can play in browsers, or you can you can you can have a, a play in browser mode. I think whatever. it was that era where everything had to be like a comp. What do you call it? Like a, a computationally derived thing that wasn't just a bunch of media playing at you. Yeah, it had to be like the media itself was um, was like keyframed and yeah. vectors. Yeah, and everything had to be like as small as possible mm. so that you could get like 10 minutes of animation into like maybe two or three megabytes with yes. the really yeah. really low bitrate audio yeah. that all of those new grounds had yeah. all the like David Firth stuff yeah, and all yeah. the like Homestar Runner and everything they all had that like mm. eight, the 8 kilohertz you know sound yeah. quality with the weird aliasing on top of it and then the like sort of warbling um, the warbling uh, mp3 co- I don't know what kind of code out there. I think it was mp3 well, no, I remember actually. If you would do, if you put MP3s into Flash, because of the, I don't know whether they fixed this at any point, but it was way better to put low bitrate WAV files into into Flash because it would actually stay in sync better. Sure. And uh, for some reason, all MP3s have, maybe this isn't wrong, but my understanding is all MP3s have 100 milliseconds or something of silence at the beginning. Yeah. They just always do. I don't know sure. why that is. It's something to do with the way it buffers, but that just that's the way MP3s work. Yeah. And so. If you would put an MP3 as the like lip sync voice that your animated character was was saying stuff, it would be like a few frames out of sync. Yeah. So you'd have to roll it back manually, which I guess if you were a big name creator, you just that was one of the things you knew. But yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I, I, These, this is yeah. all lost knowledge now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, you know, it's it, it, it's it's funny like how big a thing that was when. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm doing, I do the show notes. So because it was the only way of doing that. Yeah. That sort of thing. So you had to get if you wanted yeah. if you were like a big business if yeah, you were yeah. like had billions of dollars yeah. you'd have to find a guy that knew Flash. Yeah. And so there's a lot of you know. I, I so I, I do the show notes. I like write them in a notebook. I'm holding up for the for the for the, for the camera. Mm. Um, Quite a few uh, things uh, on there already. The, the note, uh, the note I've taken for for this for this particular bit is Adam and Joseph reminisce about Newgrounds, like the late twenty somethings they are, mm. um, which is basically like because I, I was just thinking about this and I was I was like, what, are the, being what a, are the things yeah. of our the, the, yeah. the lost things of our yeah. generation? I remember it being a big thing in school. And I specifically remember like three of the people I knew at the time, three like three friends of mine from school were really into it. One of them was Hex. Mm. Um, one of them is a guy called 
Peter, who I don't know what happened to him. The other was a guy called Fred, who is now a professional animator. Yeah, in my head, that means there's like one in three people who, who did flash stuff ended well, totally, up being a professional totally. animator. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. true for my brother, actually. I think like, that also, know. except for the people that directly go into the exact thing of yeah. what that is, yeah. I think there's tons of people who, whether, you know, doing that like yeah. professionally or not, yeah. like became a thing for them. Yeah. That just doing that sort of thing yeah. gave them a lot of uh, experience and knowledge about just the way that media works yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. Like the way that you sync uh, pictures to sound, like yeah, or the yeah, way yeah. that you make something transition mm. from another thing. Like the first time I think I realized, like whatever that I don't, there's probably a name, there's a TV trope's name for it or something probably, which is where you do a joke and then you immediately, before someone has a chance to laugh, mm. you make it so on the beat where the laughter would come in, you cut to music yeah. or you cut to a new scene. Right? Don't know what that's called. It's probably a TV trope name mm. for it. We can put it in. Um, I I realized from first principles that mm. that was a thing while looking at like a decompiled flash animation. Yeah. And I suddenly realized, oh, they've cut this this way on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the scenes of the flash animation, this one just ends yeah. and there isn't a gap. They it ends right after he says the thing. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't leave a little space for you to think. Then the next scene is another scene with like a bunch of music or something. That or like you know cut to title or something. Mm. You know like, but realizing that was like i guess the way that and having that like i guess the fact that you could decompile flash animations and look mm. at them in the same way that you can view source on a yeah. web page i think that was like maybe the main thing that it gave people rather than a specific you know skill in understanding mm. how to do animation or whatever was a general attitude of trying to investigate sure, how yeah, media yeah. works and how it's you put can together. go into it and like yeah. have a tinker you can do this too yourself. right yeah. these people have used the same tool that you have yeah. and they're just better at it than you yeah. which tells you the thing that you need to acquire is like knowledge and skill and yeah. experience and, and a pirated copy of Adobe Flash Macromedia Flash Macromedia Flash MX 2004 the best one was given to me on a CD by the cool IT teacher at yes. the school who was just giving everyone exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's, 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 that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're at the mark, so I think it's time. It's cocktail time. Oh, it's cocktail time. So this is an old-fashioned, mm-hmm. the famous cocktail. Enjoy. <laughs> it's actually, a, I think, what I would call a double old-fashioned in that it's got a little bit too much whiskey in it. And also, it's completely missing the bitters because we we had drank all those. So the 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 it's what it's a three component cocktail with one of the parts. Missing. One of the parts removed and another part increased in yeah. to double to compensate. It's still. It's, I'll be honest. It just tastes like whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, it's doing very. It's doing this. It's going. Woo, woo. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I'm slowly acclimating myself to whiskey. Getting into that. Oh. Are you going to become a whiskey guy? <laughs> when you get old, you have to because yeah. it's just part of. Um, yeah, you, you, once I once I become a dad, that's it. Like whiskey dad, I need to have. There needs to be the whiskey dad podcast. There needs to be something that my kids can get me if they're not sure what they not sure what to get me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, was that li- thing is literally yeah. like every time I go and see my dad's like side of the family. Yeah. Like there's this the, the way that Christmas works with them is like. You you know on Christmas Eve you go to you know the nearest supermarket and then everyone gets everyone else like the sort of the most reasonable but not incredibly cheap bottle of whiskey that you can get and then on Christmas Day oh it's so oh, it's one of these oh, <laughs> um, yeah I was I, I thinking about cocktails I was I remember speaking of like old old not like old games but like games which were sort of like slightly outside of codification there was a game that was for the iPhone that mm. I remember I think it was recommended to me by one of the McElroy brothers back when they used to write for Joystick and be on the Joystick podcast back mm. before they became mm. just like annoying internet people um, 
and they uh, it, it's, it's a game where you play as a bartender basically it has some like stupid dramatic story but like as part of the, the thing your job is to make drinks yeah. and it, you did a lot of you know iPhone-y things like you, if you were doing stuff you had oh, to swipe it, it, it was a, it was it a game it version of it, it you know the way you can drink yes yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. it was, was like, the most like popular that, iPhone but, yeah. app yeah. Uh, and, and, and it had a load of sort of like it, you know it sort of I, I'm not going to say it taught me anything really about cocktails but I learned a few bits like you know what you know the reason that you put egg in is to egg white in is to make it to make things smoother or whatever and yeah like you you, you put if you put in herbs then you squish them with a the thing you squish in with is called a muddler or whatever mm-hmm. like there's loads of it's, it's a whole thing and it's like a i remember i remember of, very vividly yeah. being about 17 and having like a similar thing go through like with a lot of people I knew where if you're like a boy and you're 17 yeah. and you really get into the idea of like making drinks 17, 18 you get into the idea of knowing about cocktails knowing about how to make drinks yeah. becoming the guy who's between the age of, of 18 and 20 who knows how to make the different drinks and do it the correct yeah. way with the correct equipment <laughs> yes. in, a, in a way that looks impressive and fancy right yeah. that that was just one of the like things that you do if you are male at that particular age that you are <laughs> and what was very interesting to me was um when uh, we went to to cornwall to stay with uh, to, well, to see um cat's yeah. family uh, her cousin who's he was about I guess 19 or something was yeah. currently clearly going through that phase and I was like yeah. oh yeah you know because there was like a bar at this place we were staying and he like a little mini bar thing and he was doing all the stuff and I was like I remember learning to do all that stuff and being able to do it and being caring about doing it for exactly six months yeah. when I was like 19 or <laughs> when really, I was 18 what I find really nice whenever I interact with someone who is that kind of age and also loads yeah. of people I know that have like worked at bars sure. right? around yeah, that time yeah, yeah, like, yeah, loads yeah. of people right they all like get like that yeah. by the time they're like in their mid twenties. They just don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're not using the like measuring thing. No, they just no. pour the drink. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, it's because it's because like I, I, partly it's just I guess like you, it demonstrates you, yeah. like a knowledge about yeah. um, alcohol, which mm. is like I guess a new thing. Yeah. It's like a grown up thing which you want to yeah. like get into. Yeah. Until you realise that it doesn't really none of it really matters that yeah. much. It's well, it just, all tastes yeah. the same. It's, like <laughs> no, but like you know the 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 the, 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 the one of the nice things about inter- about interacting with people who are that age is realizing a how similar they are or to yeah you, yeah yeah people you knew but also how generally speaking like i don't know about you but i have a lot of like sort of like past cringe and like self-directed loathing about yeah, like yeah. i'm just like mate i was such a prick when i was a teenager it's just like every time you realize yeah. that oh well, there's these people who are younger than you and you'll never be that age again yeah. you realize yeah well you'll never be that age again but also they'll eventually get to yeah. the same age that you are and in just the same amount of time that you yeah. did so it but, all, you know and it, but what's what's nice is that like you interact with these people and you're just like these are generally nice pleasant human yeah, beings. yeah, yeah. like just... all the bad stuff that you remember is just that's just stuff you remember mostly yeah. they're fine most yeah. most of the time and that implies well, mostly you yeah. were fine. Exactly, most of the time. exactly, and that's, it's a really nice thing to realize. Obviously, you know, shit tinted glasses yeah. of the, yeah. <laughs> you know, the past. It's yeah, yeah cause it basically is that you have that sort of dual aspect, right? Where you're just like partly. I, I, you know, look back and I was just like, oh, you had, you know, had so much time, so much freedom, could have done all this stuff. You know, it was great. And then partly it's just like I'm such a prick though. And mm-hmm. like some of that is true, and you can think of certain specific things that you did, but like ultimately, for the most part, you were probably less bad 
than you were than you remember. Yeah, exactly. You were yeah. definitely as cringe as you remember. So, <laughs> um, but the thing is, a, a yeah. lot of those things that are cringe are cringe on a societal level, yes. and, and society has also changed. Yeah. So everyone, you look back at like edgy, had, yeah. edgy yeah. things that you did that would now not fly or whatever, right? That all those things are like your product of the time that you're in, right? Yeah. All the stuff that we're saying now will probably be in some way like even going on about oh you were just you know the same as the time you're in or all that kind yeah. of stuff. Maybe that will just be seen as maybe everything we're saying is going to be cringe in, in fifty. Yeah. Or maybe no, it'll be popular again in fifty years. Yeah. In twenty years, it'll be cringe, right? So, yeah, like the fact that we're having a kind that, that I view drinking an old fashioned as, mm. which is something I've not done for like ten years mm. because I stopped caring about like sure. the classic American cocktails right? <laughs> around the time that I stopped like talking to the people that I knew off of forums in like the late noughties who were like fans of Mad Men or whatever, <laughs> right? Around the time that like that sort of thing stopped it, it, being a thing really, I cared about. There's a real about. like ideal of like this sort of like weird thing where what they've, they've internalised this idea of class yeah exactly like, like it, cool it leads to an Aurini or to be a yeah. bit more kind to that guy that makes the Titanic thing which I guess is now no longer part of the Titanic thing have we talked about that on the podcast I can't remember the Titanic, guy, is this the guy who, glory like, yeah he, and, and, and there are all those people who write about him and they're yeah. just like this guy is a monster yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was some really funny like there was a lot yeah. it, it was a definite like insider like yeah. sub, subculture drama thing yeah yeah, yeah. But he he's definitely the kind of guy that has a lot of expensive like tailored suits that yeah. the guys like the tailors are probably laughing at his yeah. order. Do you know what I mean? That kind of that yeah. kind of thing. Well, it, it's because it's one of those things where like the stuff is sort of like so separated from the culture. Because like the thing about Mad Men is they all dressed like that. Like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't an affectation. I mean, was, it was an affectation, but it was like a, a yeah. society what it society wide well, exactly. affectation. What it represents yeah. for them was conformity and yeah. normality. Yeah. And so you doing it's like how you can't when when you're postmodern you yeah. can't choose to be yeah, pre-modern or yeah. whatever right you can't go back to like a traditionalist like yeah. you know wearing a hat or whatever because yeah. if you wear a hat in 2022 you're a hat wearing guy and maybe you're even like a post-ironic hat wearing guy because now it's been like at least 10 years since the hat wearing guy has become a thing <laughs> so maybe now it's actually a new thing and this is what i'm this is what i'm thinking of now right the fact that we're drinking this is maybe a post-ironic sure. thing yeah. in that the idea of well, a post in, in the idea of it's not exactly drinking a, a, a particular cocktail ironically to invoke a previous time because yeah. that's not really ironic, but it is like revivalist or sure. something. But it's a post-revivalist thing where we're almost reviving the memory of the revival sure. in a in an ironic way. So maybe this is yeah. an ironic drink now. At this I mean, point. it's mostly because you had a box of, of uh, yeah. But you know, they gave they gave us a choice. Oh, okay. And that was the one I chose. What was the choice? Uh, I mean, there was like six different ones, oh, okay. and the two that we chose were um, it's like an espresso martini and also one of these. Well, five of these. It's quite like there's something. It's quite ferocious. I feel mm. like there's there's a certain. Woof, woof. So one thing I can say is I think we must have got through the syrup quicker than the whiskey because sure, there was yeah. a. It was sweeter the sure, earlier ones yeah, we yeah, made. Yeah. This is more whiskey than. I was expecting it to be like there's there was a some like. Uh, Enid Blyton Children's book I remember reading when I was younger had a it, uh, there was a, a conceit where the kids were trying these kids were trying to like get sell wine or something like that but they like tried it and they were just like this is horrible what if we just add a load of sugar <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like yes I agree with that mm. unironically um, yeah no this is it's, it's very woof, woof. Um, football it's a downer not compatible with alcohol hence hooliganism solution... yeah but it's from the from the alcohol uh tangent yeah. here we go um multi-ball 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 so this was a card from last week so 
there was a serious energy that I had while writing this card. I was talking to Kat about it a yeah. week or so ago. And I think we were talking about how certain sports lend themselves to... This, is, this probably goes for all kinds of stuff, like probably video games. Sure. Or just like, I don't know, hosting a party. Yeah. Or trying to create a situation yeah. where a bunch of people come together and have fun. Yes. At a specific event, which yeah. counts for a lot of things. Yeah. And maybe you want to get it involved in things which are more, you know, intended for productivity, maybe, sure. I don't know, meetings or something, right? <laughs> Not saying everyone gets wasted or even has that thing, the XKCD slash Michelin Web thing where you drink a certain amount and that's the perfect amount and everyone's really productive after that. Yeah. Or I don't mean specifically an alcohol thing, but the idea of a specific frame of mind that you get into when you're around other people mm. that allows you to have fun, yeah. maybe coupled with some kind of activity, right? So, yeah. for, for instance... Um, wrestling, yeah. professional wrestling, the WWE kind, yeah. I think is very conducive to drinking while watching it. Yeah. Um, and a lot, a lot of people do. It's the standard stereotype of the like the you know the dad sitting around watching the wrestling that's still going, and then, then the Undertaker comes on and they remember him, and they're drinking their yeah. their, their Bud their, lights, their, their Bud lights, right? <laughs> or whatever the average uh, guy in in Vince McMahon's mind is, or yeah. whatever, right? But. Uh, which maybe is the app. Maybe it's correct. <laughs> maybe it's actually completely correct interpretation. But maybe it's becoming less less correct. But there is there's that kind of thing where wrestling is inherently simplistic enough and also stupid enough that it's very entertaining and maybe an improvement to watch it while drunk. Yep. I personally think. However, I think that an, another of the very very popular mass sport events things, at least in the UK, which is uh, association football or football. Um, is absolutely not designed with drinking in mind because it's just a bit of a downer. It just makes you feel a bit, and that's the problem with alcohol as a drug, right? Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna couple an activity with a drug, like rave music yeah. with MDMA or whatever you're gonna be doing, right? Yeah. Any kind of particular, or like punk music with speed or whatever particular thing that you're doing. Yeah. The two things have to like have an, uh, an impedance match yeah. going on, where the the way that it makes you feel enhances the thing that you're seeing, and the thing that, that you know the, the the level and intensity and structure of the entertainment or activity that you're engaging in complements the the social scene and also your individual uh, emotional state, whether that be due to some kind of intoxicating substance or not, and I think. Football is just completely the wrong way around mm. because football matches are just slightly too long. Yeah, and and every time I've like watched a football mm. match and been drinking as part of it because they do it's drinking games for mm -hmm. World Cups, it's all that kind of stuff. It's always just been like a huge downer. I, I, I just feel like the way that the game is architected isn't correct yeah. because the way that football works is inherently, or at least maybe this is just a criticism of, of like football because I only watch football like every two years. Yeah. So I don't know much about football to yeah. be quite honest. But in every game that I've watched in like major tournaments, um, it just gets gradually more and more conservative and more boring as the game goes on, mm. which is also as you're getting yeah. more and more drunk. So as you get to the end of the game, you basically just get frustrated and pissed off that no one's doing anything. Yeah. And this is why hooliganism is yeah. a problem. This is why everyone is trashing all the streets, being everyone up. Because the game effectively, except for the very end where you have potentially penalties or extra time or some kind of uh, exciting, you know, against the clock or against, you know, the number of uh, goals that you can get in a particular level, you know. When you suddenly are confronted with this extreme, like, level of drama at the end with the exception of that the whole game is just like gets less fun as it goes on and maybe a solution to that would be to instigate some kind of 
huge change to the way that football works. Um, and I was thinking the most obvious solution to this is multi-ball. Nice. Right? I think that maybe... <clears throat> I think the first half of the game is normally pretty solid, mm-hmm. but it's the second half where it really starts to flag. Sure. So I reckon every 10 minutes or every five minutes... Yeah. Um, no, maybe it should be start every 10 minutes, then every five minutes, and every two minutes, they add sure. an additional ball. Nice. But uh, so that you could, you could pace it out so that by the end, there's the same number of balls as players. <laughs> so, and, but then you'd have to make it so that um, maybe you'd allow more goalies. Mm. So maybe you'd allow, in the second half, you'd be allowed to put on substitute players. Mm. But, so they could either come on to swap out one player for another as they already yeah. can. But you'd also allow, um, if you want, you could add a player, but they had to be an additional goalie, right? Sure. So that would immediately increase the pace. Yeah. So for every additional ball, you get an additional goalie. So this, is, this is basically There's like... There's one ball yeah. and two, two goalies, right? Yeah. So maybe for every two additional yeah. bowl, uh, balls, you get to add four goalies or something. I guess this is, this is like thinking about football as a sport, right? As an outsider as a, as a, that doesn't as a, enjoy or watch game. football. Yeah. And I'm telling you why I don't enjoy sure. it. No, no, that's fine. It, well, yeah. I mean, but I think you, you basically like touched on the, the... So I'm not... I wouldn't regard myself as a, a proper football fan. I've been to football games. I watch football, I watch football occasionally. I vaguely follow Brighton as yeah, a team. Yeah. But like, as structurally speaking, the game itself it is... For, for my taste, at least, yeah. Um, the issue is it's too low score. Like there are not a lot of scoring events. Yeah, right? it's not like it's, a basketball yeah. or hockey or something. But, or, or like almost or any any, game. any other Cricket, game that has yeah. baseball, American football, rugby. It's too defensive. Yeah, this all, is why yeah, you need more yeah, yeah. balls. Yeah, right. The, 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 it, it's it's like Dark Souls, right? Like yeah. it's it, it's it's you know except it's not like Dark Souls. <laughs> it doesn't have the wit, like, the wit yeah. of Dark Souls. <laughs> but like it, I mean, I just in terms of like people like turtling up, I guess. But like that's the thing that noobs do in Dark Souls, whereas like football, by, 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 by. not the point. Um, I, I guess you you the the issue becomes like you've got too much. Sort of like, yeah, there's, there's too much incentive to, like, as you say, hunker down as the mm. game goes on. So, yeah, that, I like that as a as a mechanism for, like, incentivizing more I mean, multi-ball is, obviously, is, is, is basically yeah. a stupid idea, but it's got a really good name. And it so does, it's very yeah. legible and very memetically powerful. So it's probably, it's probably the only hope we've got. You could probably come out with, like, a lot more reasonable ideas. Uh, but I think multi-ball would be, you know, the, the only one that would be likely to get a campaign behind it you yeah. know and it, it obviously it would be a completely separate it'd be a separate sport but i reckon it would eventually win <coughs> against football sure. because people just don't have to like i mean you, maybe you could just make the whole game 45 minutes mm. right that's basically like what they do with cricket right like it's like t20 yeah or yeah exactly like exactly 100 right? where it's or like, no, you know, yeah maybe make the game an hour and have yeah. two half hour sure. things right and then in the second half and then and then you could you could you could watch two or three games a night, mm. right? You wouldn't have just one big game. <coughs> you'd, you'd be able to watch a few different matches, and There'd then maybe game, yeah. you you could have a little mini tournament within mm. one evening, Yo. and then there could be a Royal Rumble. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. And, and you, also, and then, they should do promos. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, also, also you've got more games per night. You've got more entrances. Yeah. yeah, this is what I think that maybe the I think the <laughs> we're basically like inventing the XFL, but for like. Yeah, it needs UK to be done. Football. It's got to be done. Yeah. I don't think that the XFL will ever work, but I do think that yeah. the XF Premier League or yeah. whatever, you know, the what would you call it? The XPFL or something? Yeah. The XAFL? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I, I really like the idea of like, because I mean, obviously the problem with football is at the moment it's got like a, you know, it's got, it's really like, 
embedded so like you've got all the teams and stuff like that but mm. if you could say to the team look you know you're kind of saturated right like you yeah. know your, your your avenues for expansion are basically just like i guess you know women's football which is like fine but it's sort of a bit of a slow burn what if you know intergender it's a, bit, it's a little bit exciting sexist, though, right? multi but no no but also you know i to be honest though i will say of all the matches i've watched live the, the, the women's match that i watched was by far the most exciting well, this is the thing. it was so much more fun when, whenever you don't <laughs> watch like the main seen. thing that everyone's into yeah. it, it's sport wise it's mm. always like way better yeah like for some reason i've started to get uh, loads of um sumo recap recommendations on <laughs> nice. but, it, but, it, but it's like it's just like the shit that's going on just all throughout the year kind of I just like the, the I don't know the, anything the, the, about the, the, like the, the, the architecture of sumo. Yeah, the low junior yeah. league sumo, or whatever. Yeah, but it, it, when it, it, it's like they're apparently they're pretty well known, and lots of people know them. But it's sure. not like the big tournaments. It's, it's not just the WWE stuff that's yeah, exactly. It's like right. the indies of sumo. It's, yeah, it's not like watching Mania. It's just like yeah. watching uh, like weekly like yeah, Raw sure. oh, yeah, or, fine, or fine, SmackDown, yeah, yeah. like sort of sumo. But like I've got this recommend. I don't know why I started watching them, but like I just came up with my recommended, and I've just been watching them. every every day or every week. I get like a little little thing, and I'm like, hell yeah, show me the sumo. Um, but it's like because it's just stuff that there's like there's a few people in the crowd and you're like oh these people are obviously like really really into mm. it and these are probably big names mm. but I don't know who they are so I'm just getting into this because it's like a thing I don't really know that much about and these these aren't like the equivalent of like really really big tournament things sure. going on they're just like somebody trying to have an interesting match yeah. and trying to like show themselves off so they sure. eventually end up in a tournament yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, down yeah. the line that's always way more interesting than the inevitable yeah. tournament ever and is it's, right? it's, it's interesting as well because I guess unlike something like boxing where mm. you can't really do a lot of match like boxing has certain you know and MMA as well because yeah, yeah. they're so like people, losing they, they, a boxing yeah, match yeah. or MMA match yeah. like is is yeah there's a cost to yeah. that and but also, losing a sumo match like even just being in like really it really fucks you up yeah, whereas yeah, like yeah. you can't I feel like sumo is like different in that you're not going to be it's not like you can only do one match every x months yeah by, I, you know every you can, sumo match yeah. you do makes you just directly better at doing a sumo yeah. match it doesn't have any cost i bet i bet you it's just basically as the same as training sure so it incentivizes a lot of competition yeah. rather than like as you say like hunkering down yeah so in defense of we need to make the um, association football more like sumo nice maybe there could just be you like a lot i don't know because you it's not a contact sport so how do you make it more like sumo Make it a contact sport. Come on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good, yeah. I, I, I think sumo ball... It used to be, didn't it, like 500 years ago? What evolved into modern football used to be a contact sport, I think. It's one of those, one of those like, epic things that, like... I, I say, the thing is, I, I have a way facts. of... I have a way of, like, uh, dismissing things by using the word epic. Mm. Um, I don't think that's necessarily true in this case, but I think there's there's a certain sort of, like... Someone, someone, I can't remember who a it was. A certain sort yeah. of fact that's epic. There, there was someone once said that they don't trust any argument that's presented with like the um, the the sort of like the the setup punchline structure of a joke, mm. which is like you know just sort of like or, or like any anecdotes that are like that have that same feeling to it. It's just like yo. Is your mind blown? I'm just like, not really, because yeah. I can see that you were going for a twist. It's say too that. easy to see that you're going for a twist, and it's too easy to work out what the twist is. Yeah, but um. It's not always or not. The twist is that, actually the yeah. thing you thought yeah. is true, or actually the thing yeah. you thought isn't true. Yeah. It's Malcolm Gladwell shit. But like yeah. the, the 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 some someone said that something to the effect of like football used to be a very like communal game. The entire you know the entire mm-hmm. town would get tanked up and, and and do stuff. But 
you know the the the, the nobles to keep us all down made mm. it into a professional affair because they they you know people if people all started doing stuff together and they realized that they could all do stuff together which is one of those things where like any any explanation which sounds too trite probably is a lot of the time i mean maybe it's true like, i could it be wrong seems but to it me, feels it sounds, like bullshit. it sounds very like one of those kind of putting a personal face on what is a systemic issue or yeah. or, or like what you maybe could characterize as like mistake theories yeah you know i might also be misremembering i might also yeah. just being, being a dickhead to whoever this person is who i can't even remember who shared this thing mm. but like it's definitely the a genre is, of the, thing the, the that thing a certain is, sort there, of like there are no yeah. like interesting stories that are about a thing was happening but then due to systemic pressures yeah. it became like different yeah all stories are about like well a thing was happening and then the bad guys came in and stopped it and now we have to bring back the old thing yeah. of how it used to be yeah right? which is actually That's quite like, a reactionary way of well, framing yeah 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 things. but that that is just the sort of like yeah. how if you even look at like a lot of like mm. certain types of kind of leftism of yeah. a bit like that and that's sure. just one of the it, things tend to that because it's like well if you can explain the way that things used to be yeah. and you can say that it was yeah. nice you can say yeah. that and because because you you that there, there is a sense in which like even even uh, at our age you know maybe i don't know if it's true of you i'm starting to feel a bit creaky like i, you I can definitely feel the, the decay you know the, there was lots of different genres of video yeah. games yeah, yeah exactly I, can, I i feel that you know i'm already turning into an old person who can feel the decay setting in mm. you know just like mm. the past feels cozy and comfortable to me you know um, oh, totally, yeah. Because yeah. there's this kind of like um, maybe I think maybe it's that when you're when you're younger, you can like read more into things that are going on, yeah. and you kind of see more in in the things that you do see. And, and as you get older, you tend to dismiss things a bit more. Yeah. So maybe it's like going, you know, on, on like the football level, it's like, well, yeah. you know, back when I was a kid, you know, there used yeah. to be so much hope and optimism and all this sort of thing. But that was yeah. just because you had hope and optimism it, it, in your in your yeah. soul because you were young. Right? It's like that that sort of. No, I've lost it. <laughs> um, but I think the next card is perhaps. Well, uh, I was thinking about this going back to the, the game. The game yeah, thing. Yeah, We're going yeah. to the next card in a sec. Yeah. Was, was that that when I think about things I'm nostalgic for, mm. it's mainly that thing of like, well, things were lower fidelity then, sure. and whether that be like there was more pixels that yeah. you could see, and now you can't see the pixels anymore, and it's too high resolution, or or like that, you know everything was conveyed through text rather than voice acting or yeah. you know uh, you were watching a movie on VHS and so it didn't have the level of clarity that you have now or something which I think it was objectively worse unless yeah. you're watching a movie that benefits from that right yeah. like there's so many things where the lack of a technological um capability in something allowed your imagination to do more yeah. work and I think that might be a real thing but other than that virtually everything is better now so I don't know I think maybe people. The main thing that we don't have anymore is that people don't have the 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 courage to make things low fidelity on sure. purpose when they need to be. Like people don't have the courage to do the um, the Bob Ross thing mm. of he just puts a bunch of shit yeah, that's just, like, ooh, and it's like, well, yeah. that isn't a tree. And then like five minutes later, you're like, oh, there's some trees in the background. Yeah. <laughs> when you paint those, well, no, that was the scribbles he was doing. But yeah. you just thought, well, he's not making motions with his arm that describe a tree. <laughs> And it doesn't look like a tree to me when I'm focusing on the idea of drawing a tree, but it creates the the emotion that a tree gives me. So yeah, but you only realise that after you've been focusing on something else for a bit. Yeah, probably on the level of media, that is the one thing which I think maybe we've lost is the ability to do things low fidelity, to create a vibe using your imagination rather than just showing you the exact mm -hmm. thing. Um, and that's maybe you can make a whole. Um, I was going to say you can do a whole blog post. You can make an entire sub stack for several years maybe about the ways in which we can't focus anymore and nobody reads books or whatever. Yeah. But um, I, I'm almost certain that that's, yeah. that's several, the, several of the, them. The nobody they reads have books a, They already anymore. have a book deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody reads Podcast. books anymore is like a tremendous... Mm. 
you know, sort of, it's a, a tremendous thing. And, you know, even even I, like, one of my news, it's not news resolution, but one of my goals going forward mm. into this into this year is to try and read a bit more in, in that is not just posts or articles, you know, <laughs> to read actual, actual-ass books. Mm. Um, and I, 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 I'm someone who actually does read books anyway. I, I feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's some imaginary standard to which, I mean, part of it is just that I remember being a kid and spending all my time reading books and that being, like, a very, a very happy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then it just sort of, like, slowly petered out and then I was like, damn, what happened? Damn, what happened? But do you think you're going to have a situation where when you read a book mm. and you're like, right, I'm going to be like I was like when I was a kid, yeah. I'm going to stop reading books for the reasons I used to and start mm. reading books for the reasons I ought to mm. and I'm going to rephrase the way yeah. I, I, I think of all these things. But you, you instead, you're, which is something that you weren't doing when you were a mm. kid, is is you combating that thing of, well, how does this relate to some Substack thing I saw? <laughs> so how does this relate to some other guy's opinion that mm. I wouldn't have even known about when that's, I was that's a kid? The, that's you know? the problem of the internet, right? It's not that it just gives you access to everything. It's that it gives you it, access it gives to everything you, and about one opinions. million tulpas mm. that you can't yeah. evict. There's, there's tulpas squatting, yeah. and you can't get rid of the the million tulpas. Yeah, um, and that's the, the point: is they're not actual people because mm. these people aren't real representations of what people think. Yeah. They're just like mostly people telling you, "Well, if you try and make this thing, I'm going to have this criticism of it," or yeah. if you try and think this thought. These are the five people that aren't going to like that thought. Yeah. So this well, is what that, you should think. That's, thinking, that's you know? the thing, right? It's like it's it, it, you you rem- removed from any like true social context. You have mm. you basically just have like a set of fears. The version, about what people yeah, think the, the, version, of you, yeah. the versions of like the infinite number of people who are out there. Again, this is the, the Twitter thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The reason that Twitter is bad because that you get everybody, right? Mm. Like I, I think I've said before that like part of the problem with Twitter is that it wants to be an agora, but it isn't. Or, it, or like it's it, it should be a. Like the, the the not to, again not to be like nostalgic or whatever, but like forums you were talking about earlier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forums g- developed their own distinct subcultures and were generally about something, and so you generally had like a ga- it was a, a gathering of people around a topic, and so it was able you know they were able to form norms and stuff. It was a community, would, yeah, yeah. And also in the sense that there was maybe one guy or one gal <laughs> yeah. or one person on that community who knew a lot about X. Mm. Instead of going onto Twitter and saying, yeah. "Hey, does anyone know about X?" You'd be like, "Well, I know a guy that sort of knows about yeah. that." And you go on your local forum and yeah. you'd message him in a private message and yeah. he'd say, "Oh yeah, I sort of know a bit about that." Mm. That was like a normal community type of thing yeah. where every thing that was a normal mm. kind of need that you wanted to be satisfied by other people mm-hmm. could be satisfied by that one yeah. community to some degree but and now it's yeah. more like and well and, and specifically right? i think I, I i said something to the effect of like you you have the issue where like everything's sort of in public but sort of not mm. and it's it's not in public until it is and then it sort of moves its way it's, it's not like a public square it's like a series of public squares but occasionally some will stumble from one into another or be shoved from one into another mm. and then all of the people in this other square where the norms are very different and things are like weird will give this one person a kicking but also there are certain people who are just like hovering looking for someone who says the most outrageous thing yeah. so that they can do that to them or people who are looking to do the most outrageous thing so that it can be done yeah, to well, them yeah well it's a video attention. game isn't it yeah you know, it's like a starcraft well not a starcraft it's like an Eve Online thing. Sure. This is my. I've, this is the fourth time I've done that. It's like one of those things where the thing that nerds are into that's mm. got spaceships. That's yeah. a, that's a PC game. Yeah, it's StarCraft, right? Yeah. The, 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 the Eve Online um, thing where it is basically mm. just a kind of you know Hobbesian mm. uh, situation that eventually, from first principles, creates mm. uh, structures which somewhat mirror, but in a low resolution and distorted way, the 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 structures in the real world whether that's just because they've seen those structures already i don't know but um that that whole thing where you end up with a 
so people just prowling around just trying to like photon torpedo your 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 cruiser or whatever yeah like that is kind of what social media ends up becoming and maybe that's the kind of look at what the most cutting edge most nerdy video game is currently doing yeah. for an idea of like what society is going to be like in 10 years time maybe cool battle Don't royale know. let's go yeah <laughs> <laughs> but so so i guess this brings us to my next card are people getting nastier are people getting nastier, nastier? yeah yeah are we turning into a... So this this comes from a uh, thing I was reading about five minutes before the show, which I didn't actually read. I just skimmed. Mm. Then I skimmed some Hacker News comments about it, which was a guy who was... Oh, I really don't remember any circumstances around this. It was some guy who'd been in politics for several or many years and had then decided to start um, working in like as like a bartender. Sure. And he was, like, really shocked by what he found found out. And now he's coming back to the middle-class world of white-collar workers to tell us <laughs> what he's found. Um, I'll have to find the thing. It maybe isn't as nasty as, as I've, as I've um, implied it is. But I think it's it's basically a situation where it was like, no, this is the... It's that kind of thing that you've been seeing in the last few weeks where it's like, I work, I'm a teacher and this is how fucked it currently is yeah. now in teaching or whatever. Yeah. Um, where a lot of the discussions seem to be centred on the fact that Contrary to the fact that, like, the the problem is seen as a kind of, like, there's a huge problem in supply of labour and a lot of things just can't happen to the degree that they that they could before because there just aren't enough waiting staff or yeah. running a restaurant has always been a complete nightmare, even going yeah. back to a, like, early 2010s Gordon mm. Ramsay kind of thing where everyone has to shut their restaurant because you just can't run a restaurant anymore and it's, like, a real, like, cutthroat thing. Um, which has maybe been true for decades, mm. but it's certainly quite bad, especially in America, mm. uh, where they have a lot of restaurants and a lot of people seem to eat out all the time. Yeah. So maybe that's just the natural order of things. <laughs> and they're just going back to that. Um, the the thing in this particular thing being that in addition to all of that, or maybe in spite of all of that, people are actually just really nasty and customers sure. are horrible and mm. no one seems to have the authority just to tell customers to leave. Yeah, And a lot of people on Hacker News were just like, just spending paragraphs and paragraphs just talking about, yeah, well, I worked in this such and such a place like a few years ago and like then I worked there again and now I have like a tech job so I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. But effectively, like even in the last five years, it seemed to have just got way worse. Yeah. And like people are just really, really entitled now and you sure. just can't run any kind of public facing business because mm. everything's just kind of gone a bit insane. And the people that exist now in America in the public just mm. aren't tolerable. Sure. And it's just like it's just becoming like a Hobbesian yeah, yeah. Uh, Gordon Ramsay nightmare, yeah. which is kind of like um, interesting to me because it's like it's like the thing I was saying about earlier. What if we can take this systemic problem but just interpret it in terms of a bunch of guys, types of guys we don't like, <laughs> uh, which is always very nice. It's always satisfying yeah. when you get to take a systemic thing and conceptualize it in terms of people. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe it's a little bit like reductive, but... I like the idea of talking about are people just nasty now? Are there a lot of like rich old guys who are just really, really mean sure. and don't like to deal with customer service and a bunch of unreformed Scrooges? Yeah, who exactly. Are just, like yeah. out there being like, well, I've spent my money on this, so why aren't you doing this now? And demographically, ah. it seems that mm. in America, at least, and yeah. maybe here, that could be true based on the way the demographics look in terms of how you'd yeah. imagine power relations to sure. work in mm. a society like that. Maybe mm. there's something going on there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm trying. Have you to had think... any? personal experiences like this well or? i mean I, I think the thing is i'm always or shall I'm, we debunk it no 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 I, so, let's so, decide the conclusion yeah. before so, we discuss th- it th- there are a few, a few things that are relevant here one i remember recently 
so there's there was a, a video game that i remember someone talking about um it's called tangiers and mm. it, it's like a, a weird uh kafka-esque stealth game or some shit like that like it, it sounds fine or whatever but it was like a big deal indie project that yeah. got, it was one of the big early kickstarters right i think yeah and I was I remembered that being I remembered I remembered it and then I was I, I had a look to see what was happening with it and basically like a bunch of stuff happened to the developer still under development but like they've had to do some other bits in between to keep their head above water which I was like the thing is whenever whenever I back to Kickstarter and it's sort of not panned out I've always been like yeah you know that's fine it's, yeah, yeah. it's I think especially early on people weren't always the best so it at wasn't estimating like that what they their... gave the money back and said it was a failure is that they just decided to kind of pivot to something else but keep the old thing going as well yeah or... so, so basically they, they they ran out of the money and then they had Hard a bunch pivot. of personal issues like so you know sort of like going like housing in unstable housing situations but they had to move right. around a bunch and then in between basically they, they put things on hold while they made this other game to keep themselves going that was able to get done quicker or something like that or they did some other stuff to basically do some stuff to keep themselves afloat and like yeah, yeah. my perspective because I, I used to I don't really do it so much anymore but like I you know back when kick, think kickstarters were a thing hmm. <laughs> it's funny to think that. I'm sure they still are but like back when kickstarters were more of a back when they were new and exciting and people were just like rather than just oh, sort of that's normal I mean do people still do kickstarters I mean I'm sure they do like I just not really encountered it as much but like the but there was definitely a period where it was like all video games, you know, the, the broken age thing had happened and everyone was just like, ah, oh, you know, Kickstarter, the new way of funding video games. Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I, I, I went through to see what was going on with it. And like the, the posts are just like, you know, some of them are quite, you get a few together and then they sort of spread out a bit more. And then I was looking, I was like, so whenever this happens with me, whenever I back something and it, it's, it's not materialized, like I'm always just like, you know, that's, Fair enough, isn't it? Like yeah. sometimes that happens. Yeah, like yeah. I've never really been, you know, I, I, I even even when I was, you know, but because the golden age of Kickstarter was back when I was a student and like early, you know, early job didn't have a lot of money, but like I was happy to, you know, sort of not. I was happy to eat the loss on those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the nature of a Kickstarter. You're not buying something; you're supporting something that might go somewhere. Yeah. But like, and you, it's I looked not a pre-order. Is no, it? no, exactly. Yeah, and I, I looked treat it like it is, but it isn't. I looked at the comments on the thing, and like most of them were just like the sort of thing that you'd expect and you know maybe if you like a project enough you do yourself which is just like no worries keep it up you know sort of like yeah, yeah. we back this because we thought you were doing a cool thing you've got you know clearly it's you've you got your own in life you, enough yeah. situation yeah. to do that yeah yeah, but yeah maybe when you are we're willing yeah. to like give it another yeah yeah, yeah. no exactly like you know it's you, you keep you know keep it up keep your head above water no worries from us the gang who gave you the money yeah and like most of it was that but there were some people who were just like being really like I don't know, they were just like, just give us an update. Just tell us what's going on. And I'm just like, I, you know, that mostly they weren't like sort of, there were a few people who were just like that obnoxious level of just like, wish kind of I thing, could yeah. get my money back. Yeah, kind where of. If, you, if they were yeah. doing updates about their, you know, like incredibly yeah. tedious it, shit yeah, they it were would dealing be like, with, it would, they would just be like, this is story, why, yeah, why aren't yeah. you going fast enough? I, I just find it like, like I, I don't. There, there is a, but the thing is, I, I, I think that's just sort of a level. I don't know whether that's like a new thing. It's just something that like I have observed. Like there's this weird level of like pettiness that like I could be People petty. Just goodness, sort of trying but, like, to direct their emotions yeah, towards but, whatever but thing it is that I they just, currently yeah, are. You know, because I, I, I was, I was, sorry, I, was, I was something that I was like thinking about is like what are the things that like I, you know, I sort of animate me in here. And like, I just can't get exercised about like something that I gave 20 quid to in 2014 or whatever slope, you know, yeah. like, like just come not, not having come out yet. Like I don't, 
it's not that much money. Maybe, I don't I'm care. trying to think of the kind yeah. of person that you'd have to be where that would be an, yeah. a, a natural thing. Right? Yeah. And I, I'm trying to think, like, maybe if you were someone that just sort of saw the world as a bunch of scammers out to get you and you sure. were going to, like, bang them, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, I'll show you, you know. Yeah. But this I don't, is, this I, is yeah. the truth. You're just a bunch of, like, yeah, yeah. of scoundrels and I'm sure. going to, like, but show like, I, you up. I or, don't know if that's, like... But is that what those sort of... Per- yeah, but it, it's weird. I just don't... I, They're I, just people I, that yeah. want to be, like, performatively assertive all the sure, time. Sure, I guess. When like, it doesn't have any yeah. actual, like, operational like, what, I mean, goal. What, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to make someone who is clearly in, like, a precarious situation feel slightly bad. Or, like, maybe they believe that the person is lying, in which case, like... Well, there's a lot... It's, like, like the, the common lot, thing yeah, you get, yeah. like, a lot of people, like, on the right just, like, to say, well, anyone that's suffering is just lying about it. Sure. just trying to get you and, yeah. and, and probably to some extent there are some people out there who yeah. are like doing scams and being like oh you know like you lying in front of a car and saying I've been sure. hit by yeah, a car yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the classic like bystander effect sure, thing yeah. that you get in, in a lot of places where like anyone that's in trouble just gets seen as a scam artist yeah. because maybe they're actually mm. in trouble but yeah. the chances are actually you know well there's no reason to help them because you're not going to get anything in return and yeah. it becomes this like horrible you know nasty kind of situation mm. and maybe there's just a lot of people where that's just their yeah they're not willing to to, to yeah. they're not willing to take any risk i suppose they're not willing to take the risk yeah. that somebody might be genuinely like <laughs> just trying to go for a uh, yeah. you know a genuine expression of that they're suffering yeah. and like uh, it is it, it's really difficult because like i i goodness knows i would hate to be in the situation where i had to, like, one of the things that i feel is is that one of the strongest motive forces in my life is not disappointing people. It's not yeah, yeah, not yeah. making a promise that I can't keep. Like yeah. a, you know, doing in a work in work context, that's caused me a lot of hassle just because I will say to someone, "Oh yeah, I can do that," and then like absolutely kill myself, even if it was like a casual commitment. And then they'll say to me, "I, I didn't expect you to do it, you know, today or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect it to be that quick, uh, you know." And it, it was always a bit like, "Oh, okay, fine, well." Yeah. All right. Um, but that, yeah, but, you, you can know. imagine like the situation yeah. of being. Of, I mean, I've heard a lot, and this is even starting from early on, from like almost ten years ago. Like, yeah. Whenever it was that Kickstarter started, mm. I've heard stories of people that like got driven to like incredibly bad situations, basically by trying to have to f- fulfill their Kickstarter yeah, obligations. Yeah. Like, for certain people, it seemed like a real lifeline in that they they were able to set up. Um, you know, enterprises themselves and yeah. do, you know, do creative projects that they wouldn't have been able to fulfill before, which seemed like a real dream. But of course, yeah. then that dream turned into a like a nightmare because they suddenly were on the hook for all this shit yeah. and they were not really like in the right place to do it. And they thought this was going to be the thing that actually got them out of a hole that they were in. And it turned out to be an even deeper hole, you know. Yeah. That even like almost 10 years ago, I started seeing shit like that. And I think yeah. it's sort of still maybe going on. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine like the level of like dealing with that shit. Like yeah, what it well, would look, be you, like. You, the thing is, if you feel like accountable, like it's bad enough if you feel accountable to one person. But if you feel accountable to like, you know, if a thousand people gave you a fiver or whatever, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. for your for, to do some little creative project or whatever, and it's just like the, the the thing is, I I think especially if you're someone who like. You know, even if you are someone who can like correctly assay the, the five, level of five thousand dollars like, isn't yeah. even like that much money. Yeah. But if if you think about the level of burden of a thousand people yeah. having given you money, yeah, like even a small amount of money, mm. that burden I think is psychologically yeah. much larger than five thousand dollars. Which no, no, absolutely. Well, if if one person gave you five thousand dollars, it would be very different. Which is yeah, why yeah, I yeah. think like. It's like having a large number of small donors is good if you're doing a Patreon or whatever, because it's basically like 
it spreads the risk in a different way. Like yeah. you feel less like a cat. I, I don't know. I think also maybe you're probably would, just like, already doing the thing. Yeah, and it's in, uh, that I think the reason is like why yeah. Patreon and that general like crowdfunding on like a on like a running basis on an, on an opex mm. kind of thing mm. is a lot more successful because it, you've almost proven that you're already able. to Sure. Do the thing. Yeah. 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 Very it's few people like are starting unproven. Patreons to be like from a, from a standing start, and if they're they are, like, they're people who yeah, already like, have I will rep. not make any content yeah. until I get extra. Yeah. yeah. Like the pa- Patreon reward tier. Once I start getting. Thousand yeah. dollars a month. I will start doing anything. I'll start telling you what I'm going to do. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like it's, no one does that. No, right? exactly. That's like, why that's yeah. become more successful. Yeah, but like even then, I I do know there, there is a guy whose podcast I it's, it's uh, Ghost Stories for the Inter World. Shout outs to uh, Ghost Stories Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who who like uh, he he has a Patreon, but he like clearly takes it very seriously. Like his commitment, like, you know, and there are a few others, other people I've, I, who's, who's like Patreons. I have subscribed, subscribed to, I have subscribed to at various times who like, I'm not saying they take their commitment less seriously. And it clearly is somewhat more of a burden, you know, somewhat of a burden of, on them. And that, you know, it's one of those things where like, if you're a more like, not even casual, cause like I, you know, but like if you're someone who is like, doesn't have that level of like, you know, I, it's not your thing, so you don't feel quite as acutely that like mm. the is it important or not that they've charged me this month because I'm just like yeah it's just well, it's one of the patrons that I support yeah, yeah, yeah. you know if they've paused it fair enough you know the lad needs to go and do some stuff take a bit of time off he's having a bit of a hard time like you know good luck to him I hope he comes back and feels better or whatever mm. but like there's there's no that it's it's it seems like just less because it's like a spigot that you can turn off right like whereas the the Kickstarter is just like it's a one time thing and then it's sort of just hangs over you for a while until you've done yeah. the thing and unless you've like it's not controllable it's yeah. just this one it's yeah. not like a, a way of generating <clears throat> power it's more like an atom yeah. bomb you but know? I, I don't know whether or not that's like and I think that's just that's just like what occurs to me when I think about like nastiness like people being nasty in that way or like something else I think about is like <sighs> something happened to me recently where like I, I went to a a very nice restaurant that I won't name because this is a bad advert for them uh, in right. Brighton's North Lane. Uh, we, I it had... wasn't someone working at the restaurant that was that no, was no, no, no. It was, it was, visiting. no, it was. Well, no, not oh. even. It was. Uh, so I, I, I was. I, I had, I had a delicious, delicious. I'm not again. I don't want to get into it because I. The, if you the, mentioned yeah. the exact dish you had, maybe someone could track down what restaurant it was. It was, was. a, a, a it was a, a vegan arancini, um, and I, and then I had a, I had a drink as well. I had a. Uh, uh, hot chocolate, ch- a chai hot chocolate, really mm, nice. Nice. Um, and then I, I drank it, and I got to the bottom, and I was like, "Hmm, there's something a bit, a bit bitty in here. What's this? Oh, it's broken glass." Oh. And, then, and then the waitress came out to like to sort of take the plates, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, uh, this was in my drink." She was like, "Oh my goodness, oh my goodness." And then I was like, "Like, I don't, you know, I presume you didn't do this deliberately. It's fine. Like, you, know, just, <laughs> you might, you want to check your dishwasher, or whatever." And she was like, "Oh, we found you. I found yeah, you." I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And she did, and I was like, "You really don't need to." Like, again, I appreciate that. It's, it's one of those things where, like, clearly there are some people, and she was like, "I appreciate you not making a fuss out of this." And I'm just like, "Well, like." I made a fuss to the extent that I told right. you so that you could fix so it, does, it. Like, does that who mean, is like, out? Yeah, exactly. It implies that there are people the who would kick is, off is, about right, this. The, the, the like, no, like you, I, this particular example mm. of you, and the, the like yeah. the median, and yeah. also the modal customer yeah. is exactly like you. But the average customer sure. 
is distorted by like one guy sure, who would yeah, like yeah, yeah. try to shut yeah. down the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And that maybe is the like, reason why it's impossible to run a restaurant. I'm, I'm, because yeah, like, yeah, your, there's average, the one guy. your average yeah. customer is terrible, even yeah. though every customer yeah. you see is fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the average is just dragged up by the one guy. Which is really funny. It reminds me of something that, that I remember reading about the now sadly uh, uh, gone uh, Marwood Cafe in... Uh, they call him the mean customer. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, very nice. The Marwood Cafe in, in, in Brighton's delightful... Uh, I don't think it's technically in the lanes, but it's just off the lanes. Can um, you do it in a jet? It's not there. <laughs> no, we see it in the Marwood. Uh, it's delightful, delightful, Brighton, delightful lanes. Uh, the, the, the shopping district. Uh, so, so it's it was. They, I remember there was some like article in the Argus or whatever, which is basically like. Um, you know, uh, you know, cafe employee told me to fuck off. And it was basically, oh some, yeah, some, yeah, so, you know, this, like basically yeah. someone was being rude to the staff, but they just told them to fuck <laughs> off. And he was like, "This is outrageous. This is really poor customers." And they were just like, "I don't care. You're don't being care, a dickhead. Yeah. Go away." You're and a poor like, customer. That, that is good. Yeah, it's just like that's how you deal with a bad <laughs> yeah, customer. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you tell yeah. them to get get fucked. Yeah, yeah. But like the idea that there are these people because like, I, was, I was trying to think like what just now like what would cause me to kick off like if i were a parent i think and like my kid was drinking something yeah. maybe then i'd be a bit more like you know be careful because like for me like i'm gonna notice a bit of broken glass but like if i've got a little child you know yeah then that might be a bit more of a worry and i can see that being so like but that that's sort of almost like more like you're not really i mean even if you are being a bit funny like a bit like you know you're, you're being a bit forceful or pushy you're at least exercising it on the behalf of a sort of you know a sort of you know a, a, a powerless or like agency well, individual there's you're trying to protect where something, if you're like, trying to protect like your child or whatever like it kind of maximizes it like kind of yeah. maxes out the level like what you what you are willing to go for like what you're willing to the extent you're willing to go yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. like ensure safety like yeah. there's a lot of things that do that are effectively in your life that just yeah. happen that are bad that are just stuff that happens yeah. and most people I think are basically willing to tolerate those things because there's nothing else you can do yeah. but when it's to do with your kid there's nothing that you you know you'd yeah. have to yeah, just yeah. not yeah. be able to tolerate it yeah. right yeah. even if it's even if you're being like objectively unreasonable by doing that mm. that on an emotional level it still makes sense so I think yeah. people are willing to do that but yeah, yeah I think it, maybe it's just that there's a lot of people out there that feel that same way about themselves yeah. maybe <laughs> or, or just even not even about themselves but just yeah. they, they feel that way about some kind of like uh, principle sure like, there's a principle that they feel is being violated, sure. and so they kick off about yeah, yeah. it. Like, Which, they... like, but it's like it's like that thing about I can't remember what the details are, but like, um, uh, Wittgenstein stopped being friends with someone because they like they they I can't remember what the details. Are. It was something like they they they'd thrown out one of his bath towels or some shit like that. Right. Like there was some, but like he again the, the details of this massively incorrect. Doubtless, I will make sure to put v- Wittgenstein's th- uh, principles. Yeah, yeah. but like. Wittgenstein bath did he, towel. Did he release a, a list of his own principles, like <laughs> the bath towel principle? But it, it, it was it was basically like he was willing to take very seriously, or like he 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 took ser- to to a certain level of seriousness mm. things which like normal people would not see as being a big deal because yeah. he was that like focused on it or whatever, and like at least that is sort of like an abstract thing because he was like a mad genius that you can sort of respect. Whereas like with these people, it's like. I don't, you know, I do. I, again, what philosophical works I think, have you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think exactly. Like you, you've not written <laughs> Tractatus Logico Philosophicus, so eat a dick. Like if you, I, I think it's it's more just like for me. I was thinking about it from the, the point message of view, to everybody who yeah. is not. Really <laughs> <laughs> I from the point of view of the restaurant, like 
they're not they've not tried to do this like so so yeah, yeah, yeah. if you you're you're the 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 thing the important thing to do is inform them of it so that they can like sort out yeah. whatever issue they had exactly, with yeah. the, you know like my, again my assumption was something like in the dishwasher got chipped this something is a fell systemic off. failure yeah yeah it's exactly not a personal it failure. wasn't like someone was like i know what i'll do yeah exactly. yeah because it's, that would uh, yeah. be very bad there are businesses that would be bad business and also people don't generally like to put you know bits of broken glass in people's drinks so it's like all your your duty in that in that in that moment your like, the thing that you should be trying to do is just let them know so that they can sort of affect whatever changes need to be made uh, you know yeah, there's go, a systemic yeah. problem let's have yeah. a post-mortem hopefully exactly. not a literal one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then that, that's something that can be resolved they, they can then resolve hmm. rather than like you know this is offensive to me why are you treating me you know it, it's, I'm not saying you can't, you can't you know if someone's being if, if someone's being objectionable to you you know give it you can give a bit back but like usually that's not the case usually it's just like again it's a mistake versus it's like i guess it's a mistake in conflict i think maybe there's like a level of where people aren't some people aren't really good at differentiating like things that make them feel bad versus things that someone is doing on purpose to make them feel bad like i remember like i think i've been able to conceptualize this since i was like a small child (laughs) you know or it's like it's like when um but I was trying to think of a specific example. It's like yeah. I think having pets in like my extended family allowed me sure. to learn a lot of things about like human yeah, nature. Yeah, like yeah. the whole thing of like you know like the fact that dogs often growl at people that have got a limp. You know the thing sure, I've yeah, mentioned yeah. before, or like like things seeing seeing things like when a a dog will like be in pain because of some injury that it has, or it's like in a you know the, a dog yeah, has like an injured leg that's like in that's, you know wrapped in bandages because yeah. it's been to the vet, but the dog treads on the on the on the foot that's injured yeah. and feels pain and then gets angry at the first thing that it sees yeah because it feels like that that anger yeah. has been yeah, in yeah. some way put upon it by the person sure. it's seeing or and that's just one yeah. of those of you can see even as a little kid the psychology behind that yeah. and you think right someone's obviously like and that, and that obviously extends to anyone you know being grouchy when they're in pain or yeah. ill why why are people a bit like under the weather and a bit like pissed off about certain things yeah. when they're in a certain frame of mind that's the the, the association that's going on and so maybe it's just that a lot of people just don't quite or not able to quite see that like, oh, I'm just having a bad mood today sure, yeah, and yeah. I shouldn't take that out on other people. Yeah. Maybe that's just a lesson that maybe some people just don't ever yeah. learn. Or like, or like they're, or, they're, they're, they're worse at it or whatever. But yeah, like, they're just not, they're just, they're yeah. just, they're just struggle at that. Or on some know. level, like, they, they don't have, like you say, they don't, they don't have a, a, a means of like separating out their like feelings from something mm. about like... The from, feeling yeah, about the yeah, thing yeah. is the thing yeah. as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And, and that like, is, I think, quite, it's a little bit sure. like the is or thing, isn't sure, it? Like, yeah not being able to quite see that somebody yeah. if somebody talks about a problem that exists in the world and they're saying like this is just the way that the world is we need to work out how to solve this mm-hmm. you feel so a lot of people will feel so upset about that yeah. problem that they don't even want the problem to be stated yeah because the idea of stating it is it makes them upset and that's sure. a bad thing to do and so they get yeah. upset and they get angry at you for stating the problem yeah. And they might even rationalise that by coming up with reasons why that problem isn't true. Mm-hmm. And maybe it isn't true. Maybe they actually are end up being correct. Yeah. But like maybe if, if, you're, if your motivated reasoning is such that that's the way you're going about things, yeah. then that is basically like an is or problem where you're like, 
you know, you're, you're letting your the way that you feel about something. To, I mean, again, all discussion and all thinking is letting the way you think about something inform the way you feel about something, and vice versa. Yeah. So, but it's more just like a special case of where that goes wrong, really. Yeah. I guess in 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 this case, in the form of are people jerks at restaurants or not? I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's an, it's it's an interesting one. I don't yeah. know whether people because a lot of it was was um, discussion about whether the pandemic could make people sure, worse yeah. or w- whether. Um, a lot of these things were already going on and it might just be more of an American problem or something. I need to read a little bit more about it. Sure. Maybe that can go in the I, kitty or whatever. I definitely but. remember reading something that someone said to the effect of... Like, Our customers just were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I remember someone was like... They, 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 it was like some... It might, it might have been hacking. I think it was like a Reddit thread or something mm. like that where they were just like, are people worse since the pandemic? Mm. Uh, and I think the answer from most people was like, uh, yes to turbo yes. Like I think flight attendants were just like... Right. There were so many people getting like, you know... And that's just, I mean, you know, really in, Aggie in 2020, especially, I remember a lot of like local, like pretty much every mm. crime that was reported in the local news was yeah. somebody getting pissed off about something to do with the pandemic and yeah. kicking off and having to be like, mm. you know, wrestled to the ground to stop them yeah. from creating a whole, which you can imagine anything yeah. that, that provides an yeah. overall pressure that complicates all human interactions yes. yeah, yeah. is going to complicate, it's going to cause yeah. more, you know, dramatic situations like that, yeah. right? I am, I'm trying to, like, work out, do I think that there's some, like... Like because I've never like had that level of like meltdown. You know, you see those yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's, there's a there's a subreddit for like public meltdowns or whatever. People just like completely losing their shit. Like, yeah. what would have to happen to me? Like, what's what combination of factors would have to like go into that? For I me think to, that like... you would. I think that maybe you would put yourself in a situation yeah. where it wouldn't be able to happen. Sure. So if you felt if you realised, I mean, this is personally the way that I would treat this. Yeah. I I think I would be aware of when I was feeling yeah, like yeah. that, and so I would be like, right, I'm not going outside because sure. something really weird is going to because yeah, I'm just yeah. feeling really fucked up and yeah. I need to like rest for like a week yeah. maybe if I still feel like that see like a psychiatrist yeah. right like do you know what I mean yeah. whereas there's a lot of people that that isn't the, the thought that, sure. that isn't the thought process they would go down they'd be like well yeah. I need to go to the shops and everyone in the world is the problem and not me so <laughs> I'm going to like kick off because everyone's wearing masks yeah. and they look evil and I'm scared and I don't like this you yeah. know like sure. who knows yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that makes sense. Um, final final card mm. for, for this evening, hyper-objects. What the fuck are hyper-objects? I saw this um, yeah. in the context of global warming is sure. a hyper-object. Yeah. And I remember reading about this about two years ago sure. in the pre-pandemic times. Uh, I read about the idea of hyper-objects mm. being a kind of very big issue that yeah. no one quite knows how to talk it, it's, it's like big yeah. data but yeah, yeah. For, but for things it, it's a, but it just means an idea yeah. right it's a concept that from from a philosopher called timothy morton who it's basically like things that are so big that you can't really like intellectually like get your arms around the it's whole not possible thing for a single person yeah. or even group of people to fully yeah like put it all on a single chalkboard yeah. right yeah and I, I it's one of those things where like ultimately i think there, there are like everything is kind of a hyper object unless you knock a lot of stuff off. Yeah. Like, the world is so detailed that you can't really get to... A surprising amount of detail. Yeah. Mm. You, you, you can't really... Even like... a simple staircase is actually a hyper object. It's... Yeah, but like obviously for most people, like they, you know, the, 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 like the, the hyper objects, yeah, is usually used to refer to stuff like global warming or like... Yeah. I don't know. I, global warming is, is the, the one that always economy occurs. Yeah, yeah. Object. I think like global warming seems like a cooler kind of hyper object because <laughs> well, it's a warmer it, kind it's, of hyper. Well, object. Yeah, well, that's it. But it's 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 <laughs> a um, <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the 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 um the kind of like 
idea of framing it as an object at all is what's mm. interesting, right? Yeah. Whether it's a high project, the idea of thinking of a, a complex problem that mm. we're facing yeah. as being just an object. Sure. Is, well, is, might, more, it, is That's the more interesting step it rather might than be saying that, it's a hyper one. It might be that like object is being used here in a sort of like specific, philo- yeah, or like a, a specific like philosophical sense it's of object. Kind yeah. of, that there's an entire universe <laughs> out there where the only thing that exists is global warming. There isn't actually a globe being warmed. There's only the warming itself. Yeah. And the warming itself is so complex that it's actually maybe to some extent sentient yeah or at least maybe self-aware yeah and i i think the thing is high project it's one of those cool things where you can just be like you know oh yeah people being uh people like you know covid that's a high people project. getting so mean like, yeah people being mean that's a high project, that's a high project. Uh, like sort of online discourse issues and cancel culture is a high project mm-hmm. um because it, it just sounds cool it does sound um, really and then you could cool. you, i really does, like you know it's just sick I think name, as, like, as, you know. as um tom tom was saying yeah. that it's one of those things where quite apart from whether it has any like uh meaning in terms of uh, rhetoric yeah it, it's just it sounds so cool that it's going to be it's going to it's going to be a way that we talk about things definitely no, no, no. if you can come up with like cool nomenclature like a cool nomenclature and is, is almost more important than being descriptive if you can come up with something that's descriptive and cool damn it makes you really feel like a certain type code. of person when yeah. you're saying it yeah. and crucially that type of person is a cool one exactly um, yeah hi, hi, what, it's what, just like actually that's a hyper object yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like the glasses descend like, yeah exactly you know, yeah <laughs> freeze frame yeah. I think that yeah because I think it's as I say like the turning a certain thing that isn't an object in and saying it's an object sure, yeah. you can describe anything as an object because all things have uh, a set of characteristics that can be like sure. described yeah. right <laughs> therefore it's an object <laughs> you can model everything as you know uh, you know set uh, <clears throat> mammal cat extend, extends mammal implements you sure. know mice eating uh, yeah. protocol or whatever yeah. right? you can have some kind of like thing where everything is characterized in, in terms of some form of its set theory relation with everything else yeah. right but making a hyper object mm. says right it's it's sufficiently complicated that we can't give it a certain number of fields it's like a kind yeah. of maybe there's an actual i need to look up what hyper object it, actually it meant also to me. it reminds me also of like um sort of you know sort of let's bring the math maths again like sort of like almost like adding dimensions like a hypercube or something with more dimensions than we can perceive um so, so a, a cube is is, yeah. is is basically like a uh you know it's like a, it's a it's a graph right mm. mathematically it's a graph of it's a graph and a set of constraints of angles within that graph, right? Mm-hmm. So it can't be like a parallelogram extruded. It has to be. It, it's it's a it's a graph where the no, I don't know anything about like the intersection of uh, geometry and graph theory, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's a graph where there's constraints on each node's um, mm-hmm. physical characteristics in terms mm-hmm. of like what the angles and lengths are, right? Mm-hmm. That's what most sort of yeah. platonic solids and stuff are. So maybe you could say a hypercube would just be having it it. So it would be a graph or a mathematical object where the connections between that object can't be modelled in an easily, like, perceptible way. Like, you can't make a hypercube that you can see. Yeah. It's more of a model for something that's beyond what we could actually model, right? Yeah. So you're saying a hyper object is going to be a bit like okay. that. I will say, I'm just looking, I'm quickly looking up um, Tim Morton's uh, Wikipedia. Is it a lot more stupid? W- than... Morton's use of, the, use of the term hyper objects was inspired by Bjork's 1996 single Hyperballad. Although the term hyper objects, noting n dimensional non local entities, has been used in computer science since 1967. Mm. <laughs> so that's really funny. N dimensional non local, what does non local entity mean? I don't know. 
Not a computer. A, non, a non-local entity. Non-local entity. Hang on. Yeah, what is a not? Yeah, local nonsense uh, in your area. There's a there's a a, a paper that I can't. Oh, what no, what I is can't. a non-local entity? Hang on. Can I get the? Where are we? Non-local. Nobody in my computer science degree mentioned a non-local entity. <laughs> Non-local entities are entities that are not subject to the Citizens Enforcement Authority, according to Law Insider. This so sounds like one of those uh, free man on the land yeah. things. <laughs> you have no authority over me. I'm a non-local entity. <laughs> oh, so that just sounds like you're this a Delaware was, corporation yeah. and then nobody can sue you or something. Oh, okay, well, it, No one can yeah. sue global warming. That's it, why it's a hyper object. The, Wikipedia isn't being helpful here. There's all sorts of shit. It could be... Um, <sighs> the... the um, Non-local variable in a programming language theory non-local of variable that's not defined at local scope. So it could just be that, but probably I don't isn't. think that that's what it is. Yeah. A non-local entity, I imagine, would be... Because if it was in the 80s, this would be like proto-OO. 60s. 60s? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be useless. <laughs> never be able to find out what this is because no one will have ever yeah. taken it forward. Yeah. It? One of those things. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can work out what it is from this paper that I found about it. Um... And maybe it will probably it have deep connections to some field of um, computer science that is basically not really the vogue and hasn't been for a long. It'll probably be some kind of like control theory like mm. related thing if it was the 60s or or it might just be an incredibly grandiose way to refer to just like some objects that you don't really know <laughs> By the about. Way, sorry, the, the abstract for this paper is sick. Mm. A digital computer and automatic plotter have been used to generate three dimensional stereoscopic movies of the three dimensional parallel and perspective pr- Parallel and, pers- pers- and perspective projections, try saying that three times fast, mm. of four-dimensional hyperobjects rotating in four-dimensional oh, space. I see. The observed projections and their motions were a direct extension of three-dimensional experience, but no profound feeling or insight into the fourth spatial dimension in which obtained. I really like that. That the, is amazing. Yeah, the technique I, can be applied to any dimensions. that's your job, is yeah. just basically getting a plotter to draw a bunch of hypercubes yeah. and then having them photographed yeah. onto 35mm film yeah. and then showing a bunch of like graduate yeah, students. Yeah, it's just like, and then, do you and feel so, 4D? So what are you feeling? Yeah. What are you feeling? Like oh by the way here's some yeah. um here's here's some punch in the corner that you can try yeah, there's something yeah, in the punch yeah, 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 yeah. and at the end yeah. it's like well what did you think and they're like well I just saw a bunch of like shapes and shit and they're like yeah. okay <laughs> oh dear and then you get tenure yeah, yeah. Mm. good shit well good night everybody night, thanks. <laughs>
valley tonight There's a man in the shadows with a gun in his eye And a blade shining no so bright There's evil in the hand, there's thunder in the sky And a killer's on the bloodshot streets Oh, I'm down in the tunnel with a deadly horizon Oh, I swear I saw a young boy down in the gutter He was stopping to foam in the heat There's gonna be some light But I gotta get out, I gotta break it out now Before the final pack of dawn So we gotta make the most of our one night Together when it's over, you know We'll both be so alone
before the gates of heaven I'll come crawling on back to Breaking out of my body and flying away like a bat. 